Gee, Steve, what are we going to do tonight? Same thing we do every podcast. Tell them how we season. Here we go. It's episode 57 of How We Seize It. Uh, I'm here with my main man, Steve. Say hi, Steve. Hi, Noah. How's it going this lovely <laughs> Wednesday? It's going great. As you heard it, he called me Noah. That's me. I'm uh, oh. the other host of this uh, awesome show. At least I hope it's awesome. I think it is. I hope everybody else does. Um, first off, I want to thank anybody who is listening, who continues to listen. And I want to ask a small favor. Go out and find one more person to listen to this podcast podcast with you <laughs> i want to see if we can somehow double our listenage which shouldn't be too hard did you say uh, listenage is that, listenage? Is that isn't listenage? that right listeners i, I like that listenage I'm, no, I, <laughs> I, I, if it's not a word i think it's an awesome word so uh, I, I just it sounded right so you know me in english we're you know we're like peas in a pod not really but anyways <laughs> um Cool. Yeah. So tonight we're going to go over, uh, we're covering Wonder Woman, uh, the 19 or uh, 19, God, 2017 release. I don't know, 19, man, that dates it. And we're going to cover Wonder Woman uh, 1984, which, or I guess it's just WW84 is, is, I've heard people refer to it as not even as Wonder Woman. I think, not, that I think that on the poster they have WW84, but I think the, yeah. the official title is Wonder Woman 1984. Okay. Yeah, I've heard it referred to both ways, but uh, and that was just released uh, just back on uh, December 25th of uh, this last year, 2020. So it's been out now, what was that, about three weeks, two weeks? Two weeks. Two and a half? Two weeks, yeah. So, and it sounds like most people that really want to see it saw it, um, you know, one way or the other, whether it, they were able to get to a theater, because um, it still did some pretty good mo uh, money in the theaters, even though... The majority of theaters are closed <clears throat> and i don't know i know here in california none of them are really open there's a very few, a select few i mean we would have to travel over what 40 50 miles just to get to one from where we're at is there is there something open in the bay area uh well yeah there's a couple in the bay area and there's also napa oh really napa uh, okay yeah napa had one um because i remember when uh new mutants came out uh was still when i was on my uh, disability for my knee surgery and i really wanted to go out there and see it but i never never took the plunge it's you know it's like a 45 minute drive <clears throat> i was like that's a lot just for for a movie when it'll probably be out on video soon and we managed to catch it both on uh hbo max the streaming yeah. services has it available for one month only oh is that what the deal was yeah i believe so yeah that's interesting i didn't know they were going to do it that way yeah uh luckily i have um my father has hbo max so i also have hbo max which works out really well for me gotcha so uh, <laughs> i i that worked out really good which was kind of cool too because i hadn't been on hbo in a long time and when that came up we were uh i was just looking at other stuff that's on there and i was remembering some of the other stuff i wanted to watch like raised by wolves um is on there and um so i highlighted that there was just a couple other things uh, the cool part was, is I was able to also go back and watch the 2017 release of Wonder Woman. Right. That's uh, where I caught it too. And I, yeah. I got to say about HBO Max, I'm a little frustrated. I'm kind of a technology savvy person. Considering, <laughs> well, uh, but we've got a Roku and I guess maybe about a week ago, they finally released 
the HBO Max app for the Roku. It wasn't even available until until just I looked for it. A well, couple that was weeks a big. Ago. Was, that was a big deal. They actually HBO worked with Roku to make that happen, to, well, just to make sure good. that they could get it. I finally got it installed, <laughs> and I couldn't sign in. It wouldn't let me oh, sign really? in. Yeah, it kept saying it didn't. It didn't recognize my credentials. I I went online. I tried my credentials over and over. I tried. You know, they, they, there's another way where you can enter a code through your if right you, if you have a, a service. But I get it straight through HBO Max. So I'm a little frustrated. I have to sit here and watch it on my computer, which I normally do. But when I brought up with my wife, hey, do you want to watch Wonder Woman? She was like, yeah, let's watch it. Um, uh, and I couldn't bring it up on our TV because I couldn't get the Roku working. So that's insane. I wonder. I wonder why that is. Yeah. No, I've I've had issues like that where I haven't been able to sign into things, but um, I haven't had a problem. Uh, I actually have the HBO Max on a Amazon Fire Stick, um, which worked out really well. Um, the interesting thing is I have <laughs> I have about four different ways to log into things on my TV right now because I have a smart TV from Samsung, but <laughs> they don't have they don't have it as uh, an app the HBO Max so I can't get it through them. So I have the Fire Stick. I also have um, an Apple box. I don't know what Apple TV box um, that I rarely use, um, but I have that also, and I have my PlayStation. So like. I've got plenty of ways to get it on right. my TV, so which it was interesting when I, I heard that. Um, I would have thought Amazon uh, was dominating or uh, in that 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 extra peripheral to TVs for apps and things like that. Um, and it came out that Roku was actually the leader. Um, like it's it's installed in more TVs throughout the the country and stuff like that. And I was I was surprised by that because I also have a Roku, but I haven't had it plugged in for like three years. Okay. Um, just haven't used it. It just, I, I got it free for some, I can't remember how I got it, but it was one of those like, Oh, okay. <laughs> Never really used it. Um, all right, let's see. Uh, before we get going, how, how was your week? How do we, we talked a little bit of our, our post Christmas and then now I, I don't know about you, but I'm back to work this week. Did you get the same? same I thing? am. Yeah, I'm back to work. I, I, I mean, I had to work one day last week, um, but, uh, officially back to work on, on Monday. So, uh, Yep, like most people. Yeah, I've gone into work a little bit, but mostly it's from my uh, from my daughter's ex bedroom or my office. You know, yeah. I'm hoping to have that soon. My <laughs> my daughter's ex bedroom office. <laughs> totally am. Um, that's cool. Yeah, I, I I had to go back to work too. Um, been back two days. Not not enjoying it. Want to go back on vacation already? <laughs> right. I do. So, uh, my, my daughter's boyfriend, he, he's, uh, for many years, he works on, uh, commercial coffee, mm -hmm. uh, coffee machines. He does. Uh, right. And, and, um, for, he got a hold of through Adobe. I think it was, he went to Adobe. They had all their commercial coffee espresso machines replaced and he got all the, the, um, the old ones the old ones which are about 20 years old but these are these are italian these are high-end commercial espresso machines and uh, he cleaned them up and he's been selling them but he gave he gave one to me for for christmas and so so this week nice. i i got i got it i got a i had to plumb next to our sink i put in a water line and a and a drain because it's not one that just it's not built in you got to have a water line right. running to it and i installed a uh, water softener and a water filter um and uh, and it's great now. I'm 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 pulling my own <laughs> my own espresso shots in the morning now. I can I can make oh, a, 
it's it's I'm pinky really out nice. with the coffee absolutely huh? yeah, absolutely <laughs> <laughs> no that's cool i understand that. i mean i totally get it because i i mean you know we we drink the the bottled water not the bottled water but the carbonated water like it's going out of style and we used to go through just tons of cases of it and ever since i put you know the kegerator in and i put a cake you know a keg of water in there and it it's it's amazing when you when you use something or you're going to drink something so much and then you get something that makes it easier you know it's it's night and day <laughs> yeah and it's exciting i mean yeah i love it that's awesome i don't drink coffee so it wouldn't do much for me but uh no i'm totally excited for you because i know you do like your coffee and your, yeah. your pinky out coffee even more <laughs> yeah so that's cool <clears throat> awesome yeah so uh, the other cool thing i started this week i kind of well i started um I guess I uh, started the first of the month. So I've had this Rocksmith PS4 game uh, for a while now, and I keep telling myself I'm going I'm to get back on this and I'm going to learn this, and I've never got it plugged in. But it is a um, like a computer game kind of thing that teaches you how to play guitar or bass. And so I finally got it hooked up, and since I have a, I have that electric bass, I was able to use that. But I was like, ah, I want to do this with guitar too. So I went out and uh, got a got a little nice beginner guitar. And oh, you and got one? Because yeah, I know you texted yeah. me about if I had a, a spare electric. Well, bike. I was trying to I was trying to just get into it just to make sure that you know before I, I was like, oh, you know, I don't want to do this and then get all frustrated and not continue. And I was like, well, if I buy one, I'm gonna it's gonna give me more motivation. So my goal is to play at least a half hour every day. That's great. And so far, I've been able to do it. Um, it I, I've, I've allowed myself to skip a day, but I have to make up that time. So as long as that, you know, basically it's three and a half hours a week, um, either guitar or bass, depending. And uh, so it's kind of, it's kind of cool. Uh, I, I've already gotten farther on the, the guitar than I think I've ever gotten before. <laughs> so that's good. You know, since but, you mentioned music, I'm just I'm gonna plug my uh, SoundCloud station uh, because oh yeah, for know, sure. Because I because every every year for the last you know seven or eight years, my daughter and I put out a little cover album for my wife. Um, but but recently, great. Really, recently we've done some some originals, and uh, so you can listen to some of those those original songs if you're one of our one of our few listeners, or you know if, <laughs> if, if you bring a friend, then we're growing in our listenage. Yes, lis, lis, listenage. Listenage. Yes. Yep, that's what. Uh, it is. But you can go to SoundCloud.com/slash/rascalman. That's R-A-S-K-A-L-M-A-N. That's my that's our channel. We got a little band that we call ourselves Old Man in the Sea. Because I'm I'm her old man and her name starts with a C, so <laughs> that's, which is pretty cool. And we've got that, some that's a good we've got a few cover songs and some original stuff there, so it's fun. that's awesome. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll try and remember to uh, throw a link out on our uh, our Facebook page. Nice. Um, <laughs> and and so and probably along with our episode that I always send out that I, every once in a while I get a like on or two. <laughs> <laughs> so. Which is actually kind of funny. Like, so, uh, you know, I, I wasn't even sure if anybody other than our friends, direct friends were, were listening or, 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 you know, even saw it. But uh, around my birthday last year, uh, one of the guys I went to high school with, who actually has the same birthday as me, just a year, year younger. And we always talk basically on our birthdays. And uh, so we were talking and he just out of the blue was like, oh, and congratulations on the podcast. And I was like, what? Oh, cool. Thanks. You know, just out of the blue. Like, so I don't know if he just sees the post and knows about it or if he's listened a couple times or if he's one of our few listeners. So if he is Jason Lowe, if you're out there, if you're a listener, let me know. That'd be cool. All right. Well, let's get into our drinks for tonight. Um, 
we we have two two Wonder Woman movies. Uh, so I'm curious on to see what you came up with for these, or if you if you did one or two, or what you did. I just did one drink, but it was it was it started with me just doing a little bit of investigating what she, what she drink, and I started with the original movies and the original. Actually, I went back to. Uh, Batman versus Superman, where she makes her oh, her, her first nice. appearance, and it's like I know that there that was a there was trash a fire movie. Yeah, <laughs> well, actually, it was the only part in it that was good. What the the rest of the movie was horrible, but that she was good in that movie and uh, Batman v Superman. We can we can get into that a little bit more, but but uh, but <laughs> it, at there's a cocktail party where she's introduced, and they actually bring a bring a tray of uh, oh, right. of white wine, and she says no, thank you. And and I looked online and, and there was there were some people that were frustrated with the fact that that uh, Diana Prince or, or Wonder Woman doesn't drink in these movies and I was like what, but then I found in in, in Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four she does she does she has that glass of of um, red wine at a, like a at a, yeah. at, a well, at a restaurant she drinks beer in the she drinks beer in the the first movie when they're in the little town. Um, the one guy brings out a beer to her and, and Steve when they're outside uh, after they they free the town. Did they? I watched that yeah. again last night. I didn't catch that. And yeah. I I okay. don't know if she takes a drink, but she takes one of the beers because she okay. actually there's a there's a goof in it where one scene she sets it down and like two two shots later she has it back in her hand. Okay, and it's it's one of those. I wonder if they actually yeah, showed her drink though, because there was some people complaining that online. But uh, okay, that I don't know. Anyway, but then there was also while I was watching, I got kind of caught up watching rewatching uh, Batman v Superman, and there's this there's a scene where, and I was watching the Ultimate Edition, uh, which is on HBO Max, which I had seen before. It has a few extra, you know, it, it it's not as as um, trimmed, so it, it the pacing's mm-hmm. a little better, um, but. Uh, I don't know if this scene was in the original, but it's when Bruce Wayne is waking up after, you know, he's got a woman in bed with him and he reaches over and he grabs this 1945 um, Chateau uh, French wine, um, which I looked it up and it's, it's, it's some, you know, it's thousands of dollars. It's really rare. And he just kind of like, he just kind of gulps it down after it looks like he's passed out all night. And, yeah, Bruce and Wayne. It, that's what he does. I, I know, I know. And, and so it made me want to drink, uh, drink some wine. And so when I saw her drinking in 1984, <laughs> it's like I'm gonna go out. Gotta and get, get your Batman a on. Of, bottle of red wine. So I got a, I got a. This is a, a Pinot Noir from the from the uh, Willamette Valley, which which I'm a big fan of. And it's it's just I, I'm drinking my wine alone, like uh, like uh, Diane Diane Lane. Diane, oh right. Um, you, you just Diana is Prince she on the does. table, huh? Yep. And they clear the rest, and here she is, just sitting there drinking <laughs> drinking her red wine. Red wine and so that's that's what i'm enjoying but the big though. question is is what year is it i mean is well, it is it a 1945 well that was not again that well that was the Bruce Wayne. no this is a 2018 okay <laughs> our guys you say can, lemon valley so you you can get the same kind of feel if you get like a two buck chuck from like six years ago <laughs> it's kind of hard to find them but you know they have that same kind of mouth feel i think yeah <laughs> <laughs> so. i have no idea i, I haven't drinking a wine in forever so <laughs> Awesome, yeah. No, I did see. I did see a lot of uh, wine drinking. I think that's one of the main things they drunk, drank, drank uh, in in both of the movies. I think they even had it in the first movie too. There was some wine. She's very graceful the... too, so it goes along with her demeanor. I thought. I thought. That... Good call. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I know. See, they know they had some beer. Now, uh, I was gonna go with something like that. I was looking at a beer uh, first, and um, 
when I started thinking of like, I, I do my search. I try and always find a beer that has a name or something that matches. And, and I just wasn't finding anything. So then I started doing some research on just female brewers and things like that. And it's, it's not a, there's not a lot of them and stuff like that. And it's kind of a big deal. And one of the ones I found, and I thought this was really cool was one of the first women uh, owned breweries is uh, kind of a local brewery for us. It's uh, lost coast brewery. Okay. Oh, I didn't right? know. Okay. Yeah. And, and so this is a brewery that we've actually been, well, we've been to the restaurant. I haven't been to the brewery brewery itself, the new one, at least. Um, and then, so, but we've been to there. And so it's Barbara groom, uh, started this in, I, I've got mixed, mixed signals. It's one said 1990, one said 1988. I think she started to get it open in 88 and finally like opened open in 1990, but she was one of the first, uh, female, um, to run, uh, run and operate a brewery, a microbrewery and stuff like that. And I thought that was really cool. And especially at the time, like in 19, early nineties, when microbreweries were, there were far, you know, far few between. So there wasn't a ton of them to begin with. Um, and then by like 2013, Lost Coast was one of the largest microbrews in the country, right? They were, they were shipping to 21 different states at that time. And it's like, so, they, I mean, she went from this, microbrew to challenging the big breweries and being one of the few female run breweries. I just thought that was really cool. The reason I went down that line is because, you know, Wonder Woman is, you know, she's the, she's probably the top female superhero in all of superhero dumb, you know, in, in all the major comics and stuff like that. I, I mean, if, if you asked anybody to name a female superhero, I would say probably 95% of the time you're going to get Wonder Woman as your top answer. I, I think you would have prior to uh, Marvel, finally. I, I think I think these last few years they might say uh, uh, Captain Marvel. Um, just just from the standpoint. See, and I don't, I, I don't think Captain Marvel even comes anywhere close. And I know what you're saying, that, yeah, she got a little bit more praise in the Marvel, but even she doesn't stand up like... Wonder Woman, um, this is some, some of the other information I found out. Wonder Woman uh, started in 1941, right? So her first appearance was in 1941 in All-Star Comics. Uh, and then she also, uh, that same year, or 1942, uh, she got her own series, essentially, and ran, like, undisturbed. Like, she's always had a comic book um, devoted to her since that time, except for one year in, like, 2008, I think it was. I was reading and, uh, or no, oh, I'm sorry, 1986. They, they canceled her for like a year, but I mean, un, unstopped for all that time since 19, I mean, we're going on what? That's like 60, 80 years. I, I've never, stopped. I've never wa uh, read the comics, but, uh, I did look, look, uh, Wonder Woman up and it said, as far as the comics were concerned, she was the founder of the justice league. Mm -hmm. Is that okay? Yeah, I, I didn't, so my my introduction to her came more from the, the um, cartoons in <laughs> right. Justice League, right? Sure. Watched it that. as a kid. And that that's where I got most of my, you know, my Wonder Woman information and stuff like that growing up. Um, but I always thought, you know, she was on par uh, and equal to, you know, Superman, Batman, and all. Matter of fact, if I would have had to, they said, okay, who's your top two out of the Justice League? It would have been her and Batman. Right. You know, it, it just easily like I think she's just a better character than Superman um, hands down and stuff like that. But I just I started to, to think that same concept like, OK, well, what does Marvel have that that even 
touches, you know, I don't think Captain Marvel has the same kind of following. You know, you have uh, Storm from the X-Men, who's a, who's a pretty big character and, and followed. Um, I was trying to think of some of the other ones. You know, there, there's just not one woman that that stands alone in, in Marvel like, like Wonder Woman did, which I thought was really cool. Um, so uh, this is also some, like, you know, everybody told this is like, this was the first big female-led superhero movie and stuff like that, which is actually not true. Um, it's the first one that was successful, right? Because yeah. we had in 2005, we had Elektra, uh, which was released as a movie, which was a Marvel character. Um, she's the one that's uh, very tied to Daredevil. And I, so she I remember had, that. In fact, it was after Daredevil and because and yep. her character was introduced in Daredevil. Mm -hmm. But but you can even go back to the, uh, I mean, we had Supergirl. Didn't Wasn't that a movie uh, back in the... I don't know 80s. if it, it was ever. A, I don't know if it was ever a theater release movie. Oh, I think they've I'm had some sure. TV. No, no, no. Uh, you think? I I don't remember ever seeing it. And I probably would have saw it. Supergirl. I'm, lo I'm looking it up real quick. Oh, there's a 1984. I, right, and with Helen Slater played. Yeah. And, and yeah, it had Faye Dunaway as. And this was after the the success of Superman the movie. Um, yeah. Well, that just shows you how good it was because I couldn't even remember there was a movie. <laughs> although, although, like I said, I I wasn't a fan of the Super Family. It was not a success. I see the budget was thirty five million, and it only pulled in you know less than half of that. So right, but I do remember it when I was a kid. Uh, You're right. No, I totally forgot about that. So, so it's not the first, but it is one of the first successful mm -hmm. uh, yeah. women led superhero movies, and. I actually think it's probably one of the first DC movies um, since they came out with the DC universe outside of Batman that have been really, really like just fabulous. Um, the first one was was great. Uh, I know I'm I'm isolated in this, but I really did like Green Lantern. Um, but that's probably because I like the character so much that I didn't think it was as horrible as most people did. <laughs> um, but the Superman movies were, I, I just didn't care for them. Um, I do really like the Batmans. There's, there's very few of the Batmans that I don't care for, but, um, you know, DC was having to me like justice league was trash. Um, that was, that was horrible. Yeah. I'm trying to... Yeah. And well, and it, you know, they have their DC extended universe, which that, began, yeah, they're trying and, and that really began with man of steel. It didn't include the earlier right. Batman movies. Exactly. Again. Um, or, or Green Lantern, um, but, uh, or, you know, and it's interesting, I was looking at the lineup on what they consider uh, an extended universe, because they still have these movies like Joker and the one that's coming out, The Batman, and they don't consider those part of the extended universe. Those are kind of like- I heard that the new Batman might be, uh, depending on how the new Justice League goes, it's going <laughs> okay. back and forth. Okay, we'll see. Um, I mean, you certainly yeah. didn't have, uh, they don't have Ben Affleck playing Batman, which, although he originally penned it and was going to, going to direct it and, and star in it, which, yeah. which then it would have tied. But now that they've gone a whole different direction, maybe they've rethought that. Yeah. They're, well, they're, they're talking about, uh, there's, uh, there's, uh, and there's two camps in this. There's like the whole, they want the, the Schneider release of, uh, the justice league, you know, instead of the, uh, Josh Weldon. And they're talking about like, they want to, they want to make that one not, not even be part of it. And the new one is, and there's some people like, you know what, we don't want this Schneider crap. It's, you know, there's a lot of people that don't want it. And you know, there's a lot of people that do, I'm going to hold judgment until I see it. Um, 
I I'm sure he's going to make it better than it was original the the one that came out because he was able to see all the criticisms that that one got and and be able to adjust for it. So it's not really fair to ju- it, it, if if you would have let him film it and he had it in a can and then they did the other one then you could have said okay well which one's really better with getting him the chance to see what people complained about and stuff like that really is kind of it's giving him <laughs> a little leg up so we'll see yeah we'll see anyways uh so yeah um i never got to my oh i was i was talking about my beer that's right we so <laughs> <laughs> we went on a tangent um so i ended up i i was i was trying to find a lost coast beer um and wasn't able to find one um but what i did find was uh this almanac almanac brewery god i'm already talking like that oh yeah almanac that brewery. we've had that before As a matter of fact i had the first time i had it was with you and this one is called love hazy ipa uh, the reason I went with this is because, for one, there was one in my fridge, right? <laughs> and it's a good beer. Uh, but one of the main things with with Wonder Woman is is her power, um, where some of the other superheroes are just brute strength and and you know honor and all. Part of her her strength is love, and they even yeah, talk about it. They do talk about that, yeah. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to go with this love hazy IPA in honor of that. I also came up with a second drink because I, I was like, well, I found this one and that I like too. I'm like, okay, I got to do this one. Now, this is a mixed drink, and this is called the Golden Lasso of Truth, right? Nice. Because especially when we get into that second movie, that Golden Lasso is out. It probably out, you know, screen times, you know, uh, Chris Pine. Or, uh, <laughs> so um, this is it's a white rum, brandy, triple sec, and lemon. So I, I mixed that up and I took a drink and I was like, it's it's not bad, but it's a little it's a little strong in flavor. So I I uh, added a little ginger ale on my own just because I wanted to kind of make it more drinkable for me. But it's the the golden lasso of truth. So I've got my love for Wonder Woman and then the golden lasso of truth as her weapon. So it's so rum. Are, you say it's white rum and brandy. Yeah. With, with the triple second lemon. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty simple to make and pretty simple ingredients, but it's actually pretty tasty. Um, it was strong. It was really strong right out the bat. I mean, cause it's just, <laughs> it's basically alcohol and a little bit of lemon juice. Um, I put it over, um, some ice chips and it came out pretty good though. Uh, I definitely like the addition of the ginger ale though. I think that actually makes it something that I could like, I could drink on a regular basis type thing. How much lemon juice? Uh, so the way I did it, it was, it called out for like one and a half shots or one and a half ounces of the rum half ounce of brandy, half ounce of triple sec, and a half ounce of uh, lemon. So did you stir it or did you shake it? Because usually with, with fruit-based, you're going to shake, but if it's just alcohol, you know, so with that much, that little bit of lemon, I would almost think you just want to stir it. I did. I, I, I have a shaker, but I was like, I didn't want to wash something else, so I just stirred. I don't know what the rule uh, is there. I don't know. It, what's the difference in shaking and stirring? Well, I, I know typically fruit-based when you're citrus and those sort of things you uh-huh. want to shake that up in ice uh but if you're just dealing with with more liqueurs and 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 alcohols that's, i believe that's i mean stirring. does it do something different uh yes and i i, <laughs> I, I don't know <laughs> i don't know the i yes as in yes it does do something different but i don't know what that is um gotcha all right I one know, of these days we'll 
We'll get I, a bartender uh, listener well, that will give us the information. I, I remember having a conversation with someone who was really saying James Bond is completely wrong in his whole idea of a vodka martini. Oh, shaken, uh, not stirred. Shaken, not stirred. It's like that doesn't... And <laughs> so. Well, maybe it's just he, he just wants the presentation like that. It has well, nothing to do with the flavor. And and that's actually actually how they played it off in uh, Casino Royale is that yeah. is that he was just trying to make himself known by he, he just threw that out there and he said oh that's actually pretty good so you know what how how it happened the first time is he had a he had a female bartender and he just wanted to see her shake it that's I'm sure that's how it happened and he's like this works I like that <laughs> I'm gonna go with that as my uh, I like my that. canon I like that okay there you go <laughs> all right well so we're gonna start off with the first Wonder Woman movie and we're gonna try not to get any spoilers for the second one so oh. if people haven't seen the second um, then. I'm trying to get it so people haven't seen the second, they can go to a certain point and then cut it off and, and not get spoilers. But if we drop a spoiler, we're sorry. Um, okay. I can't always control Steve. He's out. Of, he's just his own man. <laughs> um, so one of the things that I, this is kind of, um, I wanted to bring up like, so wonder woman was uh, cast with uh, gal Godot, 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 Godot. Uh, yeah, good doc. I looked that up. Um, <laughs> well, I've heard, I was listening to podcasts like I always do and uh, heard different people saying it and, and I had it in my head and I was like, yep, I'm going to screw this up when it comes time. Uh, so she got the role and I think she has a great face look for it and elegance. Um, but, and it's not just me. I've heard other people say that I don't think she had the physical uh, body that I would have expected in a Wonder Woman. I mean, not that it's not, not that she doesn't pull it off, but I just, you know, a little more athletic, especially when you look, you know, they, they go to, um, God, I'm already blowing the name of the, the, the island, Timis, uh, something Skira. Oh gosh. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the island where they're at. Uh, Um, did I write that down? and, And, and there's all these other just buff women and, you know, the Amazons and you're just, you know, all physically, you know, in depth and stuff like that. And she just, she looks scrawny and skinny compared to him. And it, you know, not that it, it plays a big part in it. It was just one of those things. And, and there were some other people that had said it and it's just, um, but what was funny, what was interesting about that is I was looking at some of the others that were up for the role and uh, Colby Smolders was also considered for the role. And, and I started thinking about that. I'm like, yeah, you know what? She probably would have done a good job. Um, we don't see her, her body is muscular as much in, in the MCU with, you know, with her, her role there. But in that show that we were watching, um, oh, why am I blanking on it now? Uh, she She's in that and she does some fighting and stuff like that. And she's actually, she looks a little ripped. The show like, we're watching, uh, like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Is that what you, I mean, no, 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 no. There's another, um, she was, uh, uh, hold on one second. I'm getting, I'm getting outside information. Stomp Town. That's what it is. Oh, okay. Stomp Town. Great show too. That's uh, it's. She does a great job in that. Well, I will say. Well, I, thought... I, I think. I think uh, physically. I think Gal Gadot nails it as far as far as it. I. I mean, she's she's got the height. At least she's not like Tom Cruise trying to pull off Jack Reacher. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Cruise trying to pull off Wonder Woman. Now that would be funny. <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. I agree with you on that, but I just I I don't know when you when you stand her against all those other Amazons that they they're putting out there, she just doesn't hold up. And I that, thought her, that's I, my thought. I thought her acting chops were a little limited, and they kind yeah. of cater, it it almost seemed like they catered it a little towards that limited, uh, 
limited range. Um, yes, and, they and, did. <laughs> and, and that's okay. I, um, she pulls it off in the first movie. A hundred percent. Like I think the first movie was, um, before we even get too deep in there, another one I wanted to know, uh, talk about too, is there was a, a pilot in uh, 2011. You know what I'm going to talk about? A Wonder Woman pilot? I, I don't. Adriana, I, you, your audio was breaking up and it sounded really weird. So, Oh, <laughs> I, you froze for a second. So who knows? Uh, 2011, there was a Wonder Woman pilot that was going to be shown and, and it only got a pilot, but it was uh, Adriana Palicki. Our, our friend from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and oh, right. uh, Orville. Okay. And so I, I went back. I, I couldn't find the episode to watch. I got to watch the the tra- or beginning or the trailer or something. And I was like, I, I could have watched that. That could have been good. It was Apparently, it just it did, was wrong timing or everything. But I, I read an article and how about with her talking about it. And she said it was such a cool thing for her just because she had grown up such a huge fan that for her to get a chance to play it, that it was, it was so... Um, but the other interesting thing is um, our uh, from the second movie, uh, Pedro Pascal, right? Who was who was a big part of the second movie was also in that that pilot. Oh, really? 2011. Yeah. So this is his second go at a Wonder Woman show. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of funny. You know, this is going to sound a little uh, well. Linda Carter in the in the 70s, mm-hmm. who who has uh, a little. Easter egg cameo in the in 1984, which is that a is that a spoiler? Probably a spoiler. No, right? um, uh, but uh, I remember her having the, you know, from a from a since we're talking phys- physicality, she had those mm-hmm. hips, those really, the, you know, she was really she 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 did kind of fit that Amazon uh, woman mm-hmm. quality, and and you mentioned uh, Adrian, what was it? Pal- 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 Palicki. Palicki. She's got the height, but but she. Mm-hmm. I, I would. She actually. I would, well, I would have a hard time. I mean, unless they use. She's a little thinner. Of... She's thinner in the hips, but she's bigger in the bust. Okay. <laughs> right. Um, that then uh, gal is for sure. It's it's kind of unusual how we are. You know, a superhero. When we look at a superhero, even you know, we even look at at, at Superman this way. There, there's a certain physique. That you mm-hmm. you look at with the, the how how they're defined, they're muscular defined, or or with with Wonder Woman, you want to see kind of those those curves, those so, same sort of thing. It's it, I'm sure there's something well, sexist it's, it's, in the way I'm 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 describing it, but no, uh, no, it's it's not that. It's 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 what we're we're geared to because we've seen her for so long on so many other things, right? From the comics to the cartoons and and just the the media that's out there and the the logos and things like that. We see these characters, and if we don't get to set the impression first from a book, you know, a non-visual book, we the the visual is set for us, and that's what becomes you know our canon. So it's not necessarily that we're being sexist because, oh, I want her to look more like this. It's just that's what I know her mm-hmm. as, and so like you know, it's the same with Marvel, right? Captain America. If they put in a skinny little short dude as Captain America, nobody's gonna believe it. Right, and that's why that's why uh, you know um, uh, Tony Stark fit that role. You know, Robert Downey Jr. fit that role because he looked facially so much like the Tony Stark character. It, I mean, it was like someone took him right off the the pages. Like, yeah. So it's it's one of those things is when we set a visual, you know, we have a visual set for us. It's hard to imagine someone else, and then if they bring someone else in, it, it's going to take a while. It's the same thing if you get used to drinking Coke. 
You know, you drink <laughs> Coke for 20 years and someone's giving you a Pepsi and they're like, yeah. oh no, it's the same thing. It's still a cola. You're like, mm, nah, it, it fits the mold, but it's not a, it's not a Coke. Right. It, it's, so it's the same thing. It's not, it's not sexist or anything like that. It's, and like I said, I think she did a fabulous job and facially um, and, and, and her elegance, I think she carried well. I just, I imagined a, a more physical look, especially when they have all the Amazons that she's training with in the beginning have that look. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't remember seeing any of them that didn't have, you know, have some definition on their arms and things like that. It's just, so it's that's all I was saying. It's just that when was, we talk when we talk about casting, you know, the, these movies that that we're talking about were uh, directed by um, Patty Jenkins. Uh, she uh-huh. directed both of them. She wrote the she wrote the second one, 1984. But I, I don't believe she had anything to do with the casting of Gal Gadot because she, Gal Gadot actually was cast originally in Batman v Superman, which is where she made her debut. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so, so maybe Zack Snyder had more to do with that choice. I don't know if he cast her or if there was if they already had the Wonder Woman mo- movie in the work, right? I didn't yeah. look into that. She facially matches the books, though. I, I give them that. And I think that's maybe what they were going for some. And they figured they could CGI the rest, maybe, yeah. if they needed to or something. <laughs> or, or maybe she would go to the gym. Um, since since we're talking about the you know Wonder Woman movies and not necessarily Batman v Superman, which <laughs> where she was introduced, I just have to bring up something that I thought, and I think this had an effect on, on the movies, was... Um, Hans Zimmer's uh, musical score that he brought to to the first Batman v Superman mm-hmm. and her Wonder Woman's appearance when she finally lands and it's got that real heavy electric music and yeah. I think I think a lot of audiences were really taken with that and even though Hans Zimmer didn't do music for the second movie or for the uh, I'm yeah, sorry, he, did. he didn't do music for the first Wonder Woman Right. When I said second movie, I think I meant I meant after. You meant the first one. I meant after uh, Batman v oh, Superman. Oh right, right. Second, <laughs> but no, the, yeah, the first Wonder Woman. I know he did come back and do it for the for the uh, second movie, which was I think the highlight of that of that one. But um, but I I know they sampled that music and they interjected it into a couple scenes in that in that Wonder Woman movie, which I thought really yeah. It's the, there's it. the one that they consider her theme or whatever like that. Yeah, which I I like and I think it's powerful. But I also think it gets really tiring. It's got a noise in it that's, it's almost like You can't kazoo. overdo it, but I thought, I think, I and I don't think they, I think they only used it twice in the in the first movie. Um, Which I think makes this first movie a lot better. They way overused it in the second movie because I got to a point, I remember uh, in the second movie, I was like, man, if I have to listen to that sound one more time. <laughs> and it wasn't, it wasn't the action that it was with. It, it was just the sound of it. It's got a it's got an annoying section in it that just like ugh, it grates on me. Maybe I'm the only one, but yeah, uh, I like it. Yeah, I was kind of like surprised it. on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know, but that you're into more of that. And like I said, it's it it is very powerful, but it also is it's grating at some point. So it's like you can only you you, you got to sample it. You can't just throw it in there all the time. It's it's not like salt. It's got to be some you know, it's some other spice that you just use very very rare when you want to. <laughs> Just or if, get, or if it is like salt, it's like salt in a wound for you, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so let's let's talk a little bit about the first movie. Um, we get uh, some pretty good stuff. Um, 
I believe it starts off with her on the island. Um, you know, they're they're she's a kid and you know wanting to train and stuff like that. I thought those were pretty good scenes. Uh, it kind of gave us an idea of where she came from and stuff like that. And then um, we uh, we get a sequence where she kind of grows a little old. Like she wants to train and her mom doesn't want her to. She gets a little older and then she's kind of at the age where she actually can kind of she's at her peak right they let her start training and she she's doing her kind of like black belt test essentially what it looks like you know she's fighting all the all the other amazons and she has to fight her aunt who's you know the top right. warrior uh and you know we get the we get the she's she's kind of one then you know gloats a little bit and gets her butt kicked a little bit more and she's coming at her and she does the the double bracelet smack right. and loads her away which is great because that's a that's a call to the comics and you know things powers that she has and things that she can do but it I started even really her cool. she didn't know she didn't know yeah she, yeah it's yeah exactly and then she, she runs off and that's where we get the um the chris pine character steve trevor come in and uh, you know he's flying a plane that it crashes through their protective the, bubble. Yeah, the Bermuda Triangle or something. Yeah, yeah. which was I, I thought was a cool idea. Um, it left a plot hole afterwards, and this is where I get into some other some other issues with editing and, and continuity that I care about. Anyways, she ends up saving him from drowning, but at the same time that he was being chased by a, a German boat, which I thought was funny because. A plane's gonna outrun a boat in a fucking heartbeat. So how these guys were able to keep up in rowboats was beyond me, right? <laughs> so right. that's my first my first issue with it. Like, yeah, if we're gonna chase a biplane with rowboats, you're gonna fucking lose that race every day, all right? <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. But I thought it was kind of cool how they, okay they break through because they had to. They had to find a way to to get the men into the island. Um. She she rescues him, brings him up to the, the you know the the beach. Her first words are "You're a man," and you know, which was kind of funny. Like she'd never seen it, but then the the Germans are coming in, and and then it becomes the big first uh, battle action kind of scene. And this is one of those ones where I hate the one shot one kill method of all fucking movies that do that. And this is this is one that was like you know, a hundred percent that like every arrow that landed, those guys dropped and never got back again. Every one that got shot, they dropped and didn't get back up again. And it's like, mm, doesn't work that way. I, I, I agree that this, this first action sequence to me was, was a letdown. And you, you talk about the one shot, one kill. I, I was a little over, I thought they overdid the slow motion. It just, it mm. just seemed like they kept, kept, doing the the epic fast slow fast slow yeah, yeah it's like oh look at this and let's do it in in yeah you know let's take three times to watch it what you know i didn't think the action was bad and i liked that and there were some parts that i really liked i just i in in one of the ones that bugged me the most is uh there's there's a part where uh uh diane and steve are hiding behind rocks and and the amazons are swinging in and she watches a bullet go between them and it hits the Amazon in the hip, right? They right. show exactly where it hits her. And then in the next scene, she's just hunched over in in the rope. Like, I don't know anybody that's ever died immediately from a hip shot. Maybe it, just, uh, it, maybe it just, I mean, she didn't understand bullets and, and it panicked her and she passed out. 
I, yeah, I don't, I don't know why I'm trying to. Badass fighting women. <laughs> I know, I know. She should have shrugged that off like a fucking flesh wound. She should have yeah. went, you know, you know, black like knight arrow. on that. Like it's like an arrow. Yeah, it's yes. like a black knight. Mere right? flesh wound, right? <laughs> but that's I. I had a problem with that. Then the other one that I got, and and uh, you know, this this got dramatic because Diane gets out there and fight her aunt's out there and they see a, a German shoulder getting ready to shoot her because she's turned the wrong way and not paying attention. You know, everybody else is fighting full on and she's standing there kind of like, oh, what's going on? And <laughs> so she jumps in the way and takes the bullet for her. Uh, but it is, in this scene, Steve's also running. He shoots a guy, gets up from the ground, and then shoots another guy right away. He's using a bolt-action rifle. You can't just it, – it's not an automatic. There's just not another bullet to fire as soon as you pull the trigger. So um, – I, I just had a little bit of problem with some. I mean, yeah, it made for a really cool no look. Oh, I just shot you kind of thing. But it's like, mm, no, that's not right. I did so, like the no. I did like the uh, uh, Robin Wright. Didn't she jump and do the triple arrow and took three guys out in one shot? That was kind of cool. Yes, that was an actual that that was the the shield move, which comes out later, <laughs> and I really like that one. Yeah, no, that and so okay. I'll give her credit on that and whoever was doing that scene. They placed the arrows in a spot where it could have been one shot, one kill because it was dead center chest, uh, hit the one guy in the back right over the heart. I mean, those those are potential one shot, one kill. Getting shot in the hip when you're supposed <laughs> to be a badass Amazon fighter, mm, not going to work. So, uh, yeah, Diana, uh, you know, she was out there like a, a like a puppy, not knowing what's going on and got her aunt killed which then, you know, started a whole other thing. And, and then they, they drug her back up and him, Steve, up there. And that's where we get the, the first lasso of truth. And, you know, they're asking him who he is and all this. But that brought me to another thing. Okay, so these guys came in rowboats. Rowboats don't travel across the ocean on their own. They're in big ships, right? But the big ship never, never came in. Never, never wondered why all these men were dead on the beach and never came back. Or if some of them made it back, they they uh, did it like, not come oh, in. Didn't, okay. wasn't the first shot, first shot when they breached the 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 bubble? Didn't it show the big the ship big coming? ship? Yeah. Why would they leave? Yeah. They would have bombarded that fucking land for days. They're not just. That's what I mean. It's like yeah. oh okay. Yeah, no. Oh, you killed us. Okay, we're going to go home and, and not tell anybody about this. I, it just was a huge plot hole that I was like, and nobody addressed anywhere. It was like, oh, okay. guess there's some magic mind wipe. If you get back outside the fog, you forget about it. And you just think 45 guys fell overboard. I watched this from, you know, I watched 1984 on, uh, on Christmas. And, and then, so when I, I watched Wonder Woman again, I kind of had that timeline going and so so in in 1984 this is i'm not trying to get too far ahead but but they cast the same girl as the young diana oh yes the the eight-year-old in at the beginning here the real young one mm -hmm. is now the 10-year-old and or 11-year-old or whatever the one in that opening scene which is really cool but in in when i was watching this uh the eight-year-old uh, they, they they jump ahead to a 12 year old they have another daughter mm -hmm. another daughter and robin wright's character I, I don't know her name but she's the one that's training her gets in trouble her mom like says you're still training her you're not supposed to be training yeah. her or something like that 
And that made me think, well, wait a second. Anatopy. Anatope. Anatope. Okay. Um, but but in, in 1984, they have that whole epic scene, and she's supposed to be younger than when mom gets upset that she's being trained. And mom was at the... You, you know, so, so to me... By seeing 1984, it kind of threw oh, some, I see some, what you're saying. some yeah. timeline holes in that. In that, why was the queen upset with the fact that that her his, her daughter was being trained? Maybe, if, well, maybe if, it was just she was she was being trained in all the athletic stuff because there was no combat in that in that scene. So okay. maybe it was okay that maybe maybe <clears throat> that's fair. That's fair. That's that's the only argument I could think they could have that would be okay. I could buy that. But yeah, I, I get you. She I does do a lot of uh, bow and arrow stuff, but maybe that's not considered necessarily combat. Um, oh, you're right. You're 100 uh, percent right on that. Didn't do any yeah. swords. Did they yeah. do swords? No, that I think you're right though. The the archery would also be combative. So yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah, no, that's a good that's a good plot hole. That, All right, that let's was get back. that was something with 1984 though. There were quite yeah. a bit of of continuity issues that people had issues with. Um, so. We get back into they, they they do the whole rope on him. He he gets his, you know, gives away he's a spy. But then it's like, okay, uh, go go clean up. We're we're gonna talk about you. And this is the scene. He comes in. He's in his, the magic hot, hot tub, right? magic right? hot the, tub, flowing <laughs> in water, right? right. I, well, that's what it looked like to me. It, look, it looked like uh, the, the the shiny milk from uh, Star Wars, the blue milk, but it was it was you know with a light underneath it or something. But he's in there, and, and and as he's getting out, she walks in, and he, you know, kind of catches him naked and stuff, and and has one of the funniest scenes, uh, just for pure comedy to me at least, in almost all the superhero movies. It just, you know, it, she's like, so you would you say you're an average man? <laughs> well, I'm a little above average, and you know, and then they go on, and she's like, well, what's that? And he's like. Oh my watch, you know, and then he goes on to explain that, and then she's like, "You let that thing tell you what to do," and it's just it's great humor because they they poke around it. You know what they're trying to say, but they're not really saying it, and it does right. a really good job. I watched, I rewatched it. Uh, I think I've watched it twice now in the last two weeks, whatever. I laugh every time. It, it just it's one of my favorite scenes from that because it just it is such an innocent, cute kind of fun you know part of the show and they they, their chemistry in it is great um that's one of the things i think really worked in this movie is the chemistry between uh chris pine and uh, and gal uh gadot that they really they really hit it off even though i don't like chris pine in this this role it has nothing to do with him and how he did it and the role itself it's i cannot not see captain kirk (laughs) Yeah. So this whole time I'm like, okay, Captain Kirk and, and Wonder Woman are, are going to do this thing. And it's, I just cannot, I, I, that's, he's going to be Captain Kirk in every role I ever see him in again, because he did such a job, you know, in those, those Star Trek movies that he was in that he became, he became almost more Kirk to me than Shatner. I know what you mean. You know, yeah, that's fair. And, and so, so I, you know, it, I do as I watch it. I I do slowly get out of it, but the first couple times I see him, I'm like, "What the hell is Captain Kirk doing here?" You know, is is this is this some kind of like uh you know holodeck uh, <laughs> reenactment? <laughs> All right, so we we've got them, you know, we've got them making the connection and stuff like that, and then uh they have the meeting where they decide, okay, well, he's got to leave, and someone's going to take him back, and she fights to be the one to take him back to um. 
or they, I guess it goes back and forth between whether they kill him or whatever. And she decides to she's she's going to help him escape. But before she does that, she she steals some uh, the the lasso and then the sword and shield. Right. And we got we got a little bit more of her athletic ability. And you know, she jumps across the big chasm and then climbs up the wall by punching her arms through the stone and stuff so it was kind of neat and then you know they get they they're leaving they get to get on this boat to go and she has the final showdown kind of talk with her mom and she says well if you leave you can't ever come back kind of thing yeah what was up with that is that is that a so from what i understand i tried to find out a little bit about canon from the comics of what was what was the real story and this movie it picks a little bit out of a couple different genres of the, the the comics and um, in one of them, when she leaves, there's a a curse or something that's set by, I think, one of the gods that says, if you leave, you can never come back. So I think it has something to maybe do with that. Um, so I, I think that's what it was. I can't say for truth. You know, I, I'm not a huge knowledge base on the, the Wonder Woman comics. I just tried to, tried to read. There's like three different origin stories that they've gone with where they've rebooted and this seems to be a, a a slight mix of of two of them. The That's original fair. has sure. has okay. some good play into it. Um, yeah, the origin the, the origin the original origin uh, was really interesting. I wish I could get deep into that. Uh, it, it's worth reading if you if, if anybody's ever interested going and finding out. Uh, the guy the guy that invented her or came up with her character was married to a woman and had a life partner that was with him and his wife that he based. Wonder Woman off the two of them, and and they had some very uh, feminist uh, ideals and stuff like that, and very very advanced for when you know the 1940s and stuff as far as what they were thinking and doing and talking about, and it's just interesting to to go and and listen to or read about how she how he came up with her and stuff like that. I'm blanking on the guy's name and I don't want to mess it up so he's a doctor i liked how they kind of uh honored her original origin where she talked about my mother sculpted me of clay and and zeus kind of brought me to life yeah and 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 she actually says that to steve trevor in the in the in the boat right right around this time yeah we're at the movie well that was another good scene fun yeah where they're talking where they're talking and he's like laying the bed down for her and he goes, just like, what? You know, and the, the whole, don't you want to sleep with me? And he's like, oh, well, uh, and you know, <laughs> that she goes, well, I know everything there is. Cause I read the 12 volumes and you know, men are, are, are good for uh, reproduction, but not pleasure. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, I mean, it just, the way they do it is very clever and, and very well done. Um, that's, I think what I enjoyed most about the first movie is they had some cleverness in it and some some comedy, but it was it was not forced and it was very um, well done. I in, I so um, much enjoyed watching this movie with my wife the first time because she loves that kind of humor where it's very mm-hmm. uh, deprec- you know self you know deprecating to males and you know and, and, yeah. in a, in a more of a, a of a funny way. Um, it's a funny way without it, with, it's it's not demeaning. It, it it it's making fun of them, but it's not demeaning. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Brings them down. It's not harsh. <laughs> a couple and, notches. Yeah. It does, but it does it, it does it in a way that's it but it does it in a way that's not demeaning to anybody's character or or should cause any, you know, like, you know, hurt feelings kind of thing. You know True. what I mean? True. And, and she does some it, of them, they they really portray her as such an innocent uh that that right. you can't you can't really think that she's being mean or anything. She's just 
telling you right and so she can get away with it well that's what i mean it's nice (laughs) it's a powerful a powerful female character putting down a guy in a way that's not you know mean but it's it's also showing how powerful she is and that's what i liked about it it's like it's like she can be strong without being you know crass or rude or you know i thought anything like that you know we're getting we're moving into when she gets to the to the city i thought they pushed the innocence a little too far uh in the city i thought she was and we're, I don't know. I don't want to get jump ahead if you're going on. Well, no, no, that's, I mean, that's basically what happens next is, you know, they wake up and, you know, are in the city on the boat and they get oh, off and then. Were she, they in New York or something? Yeah. Is that, okay. Uh, you know, I don't or, remember or, exactly. Are they in, no, they're in. Uh, they're, no, they're in London. Yeah, I was going to say. Because he was, a, he was a, U, well, he was a U.S. soldier on loan to Britain to be a spy, right. which I thought was awkward. And I guess they had to do that because he couldn't do a British accent to be a, a, a Brit. <laughs> I don't know. I thought once <laughs> they got to uh, the London or what, whatever city it was. Yeah, it's the, London. The, I think it's the, London. The the cinematography, the art direction was beautiful. And, they, and Patty Jenkins has a really good way of using extras to try to fill the scene to make things look big. You know, Spielberg is really good with that in some of his some of his early movies where he uses a lot of people to kind of give a sense of 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 the size of, of things that are happening. And I thought that was really effective in this. It really maybe the cinematographer I think the was, filming was great. Yeah. Up until the third act. OK, the third act, I think it all goes to shit. And I don't know what happened there. You know, I don't know if her hand was forced. In I the final act. I, I I had a little trouble with their with her home world. I thought that was a little uh, cartoonish. See, I thought it was great. See, no, I think it's supposed to be that way because it's, it's supposed to be fantastical. To, to me, it kind of reminded be... me of, of a kind of Asgard, you know, that same sort of when it wasn't quite. But that's what it's real... supposed to be. Yeah. I mean, it's it's Greek gods. It's, yeah. it's yeah, you know, yeah. it's not. They're they're not humans. They're they're Amazons, and they live in a different. I mean, maybe it was their stoic it's, it's a whole different world. dialogue. It came across a little campy, and so and that was an interesting thing. So this came out more in the second movie, um, and and I heard a couple of people talk about how the Amazons uh, they had them more uh, adopt her accent rather than her try to do a British accent. And that's what yeah, I thought. So, I, I, so I'm I, saying, I, okay, that's good. <laughs> Someone was That's saying clever, it was like actually. it was like, yeah, it, it was more like a group of people trying to do bad uh, gal <laughs> gal accents rather than that her trying to make one that. And so, that, and, I, and I thought to, it was clever, and I thought it was trying to cater to her, you know, lesser acting chops. Bad acting, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> actually, it is, and I think, but it also makes sense that because if you have everybody with British accents, it would be really weird too. I thought it worked well because they would have more of a something that wasn't a common accent, in, you know, in the world. Because they they were separate from it, so I thought that worked out well. Anyways, one of the the cool scenes I thought too in this was her and it's her innocent thing is she sees the baby on the street and she goes oh baby and runs over to it and he's like no 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 we ain't got time for it. To me, it's one of those scenes where it 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 shows her innocence and her her you know something that she's never been able 
able to because they never had kids other any other, she was the only kid and i thought that was kind of cool and i know some people are like oh whatever but i i think it was i thought it was very enjoyable i i and, don't and mind her innocence her what what you know when they got to the city the first thing she says is where's aries which direction he goes oh it's that direction oh well you made a promise we are not going that way we have to turn around and there's yeah. nothing you can say that will change change my mind and then it's like oh look a baby oh look a dress you know let's get dressed and and she just i thought i thought they they didn't balance that as well you know i was well, actually I, I, I was talking to my wife about this earlier and she's like <laughs> nope i thought that was great she loved it so so i'm not i'm you know I, i'm with you a little bit like she was very determined in the first part and then she it, it was kind of like she went okay i need him to get there so i have to play the game and so it, it's kind of like maybe yeah she has some innocence but she also has some some ta tactics in her in her mind too uh, you know and yeah they gave her the whole uh um wardrobe change montage thing which eh, it added some comedy to it but it was you know they it, had the secretary I, I thought i thought i thought she, she was, was good she was fun and I, I almost wish they kind of integrated her a little bit more with the with the the movie because she had a she had played well off of off of i think she was Steve in most and, of the scenes she could have been in i mean she was in almost every scene she probably could have been in if you think about it like she wouldn't have been in with the rest of the big generals and stuff like that but anytime they were in the city you know she shows up uh in the spots where where she could have mm -hmm. um but yeah we get we go and you know they talk to the big generals and they're like they're not buying it and, you know but she she's still like hey we got to do this and so he knows some guys that can help him and this is what i really liked about the first one compared to the second one more is they had a group of people that allowed her to play off of more. You know, we got the, the group, um, the, it was like four guys. So there's like there's Steve, a Scottish guy, who, the yeah, actor, yeah, the... Uh, that yeah. was Charlie, um, and then Shamir, and then uh, Chief. Right, um, Chief, yeah. And so I, I just, I loved that they all brought a little something different to it, you know, and they, they gave um, different aspects of of war you know she she has this and this this isn't my thoughts this is something i heard someone else say uh, um but you know she came into this with this idea of this glorification of battle right and then you know that's that's all they trained for and stuff like this so battle was glory and glory you know was winning and stuff like this and they get into this and they're showing this in world war one which in the comics she was introduced in world war ii uh but they brought it back to world war one because the director thought it had a better feel and a better look to it they brought her um but you know we get charlie in there who has ptsd right and they, they play that out and and the way the way she interacts with them and, and stuff like that and it, it brings a great emotion to the movie and samir you know he wanted to be an actor and he's doing all this stuff and and um you know the way she sees how he is and and stuff like that and then chief you know he's this this indian in this war where you know there wouldn't be any indians you know, they're Native Americans necessarily. And, you know, one of the lines was, was like, why are, you know, what happened here? And he's like, well, you know, what was, what happened to your people? And it was like, well, it's his people. You know, they just touched on some yeah. things, but the way they touched on them and the way they, they brought it from her vision and stuff like that, I thought it was a great thing, especially I, uh, with Charlie, the PTSD, I thought was incredible. And you can compare this to uh, Captain America because he has his, his team of uh, the howling commandos howling commandos okay where they kind of are just a one note type of 
persona. Whereas here, I think they did a better job representing more. Yeah, uh, we got backgrounds uh, yeah. from each one of them. That yeah. was a little bit more, some character development on each one of them. And, and yeah. it was really good. And this led to probably what I think is is one of the most dramatic in, in, in just defining, like if I had to watch if I had to watch this movie over, like, okay, they're like, okay, you get one 10 minute section. This is the 10 minute section I'm going to grab is where they get to the front line. Right. And they're in the trench and you get the whole, you know, he pulls her down and then they're getting shot at and bombed and stuff. And you got the, the, the lady with her kids in there and, and talking about the, the town being overrun and, you know, they're like, she's like, he's like, well, we need to go. And she's like, no, that's no man's land. No you know? man's land. Yeah. And, and she's like, well, I'm no man. And she just, she rushes out there and that whole scene. And this is where, <laughs> this is where they brought in some of that, uh, her music. Hans Zimmer right, music. From, yeah. Yeah. One of the only times it's in there and it's, it, and it's actually good. Um, that's when they get to the, the town, right? Where the sniper. Well, no, this is before. Well, before they get to the town, they they uh, they got to go through no man's land. Well, I know, but the music and, doesn't the music show up when they when she gets to the town? I think she's because it's no, inside. I think it's, the, only, it's inside the building when she starts. Uh, I thought it was just in no man's land, and then it shows up again later when she takes on Ares. But okay. I thought it was at the beginning of no because it goes for. I mean, it's a kind of a nonstop, I, I, small section, big fight. I absolutely agree that this, you know, when I was rewatching this up until that point, I was kind of, I wasn't, I couldn't remember why I enjoyed this movie to me. (laughs) It was, it was like, this was the good one. And, and I'm Mm -hmm. still not quite getting it. I keep, I kept getting frustrated with things, but once she does that, you know, I'm nope, it's, it's, I'm going, it starts, you know, she she draws all the fire and everything. And that is epic. And all the way up to the sniper, you know, when the sniper's up in there. Yeah. Well, she gets all the way through the the field and she's out there alone and and she kind of stalls. And then you're like, okay. And then they're in, they're firing and stuff like that. And you're like, okay, this is, it stalls out a little bit, but then all the guys, like not just her guys, the four she knows, but also all the other troops jump up and, and rush too. And they, they turn the tide and then they get into the town and then they keep going more in there and she like she knocks over the tank and then yeah this is the the one with the sniper and this is where we get charlie's ptsd kicks in he can't take the shot and this is where that that shield thing comes back in they hold the door up and launch her and yeah uh, the whole that whole town section that was where we got the first uh real good fight with her too where she jumps through the window and there's the guys in the inside the room and she does the, you know, she's doing the kick and the slide and kick. That's the where guy's I thought legs. the music kicked in. I thought that's where the music. I don't think it does. Okay. I think it's just where she's. I could be wrong, but they only think. I think they only play it once during this point. I think they play it later when she's fighting Ares, which. You, you know. know what this movie does a really good job of, and there's other movies that do as well. Like I think Captain America established a fight style really effectively, where it's you know they they understand what they're good at fighting and they have a way of representing that on camera and wonder mm-hmm. woman you know with her jumps the way she jumps and the way and 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 when the slow motion kicks in sometimes i think it really works sometimes i think it gets overdone like like yeah. we talked about before but but there's a certain style to the way it's uh, cinematically portrayed and that that I thought they captured really well and and i like when when you continue to see that i like when they kind of like superheroes have that cinematic style that they can 
draw from in different battles. And, and yeah, this well, she is definitely one has that. This so one. representative of of what you wanted to see, which was I thought missing a lot in in 1984. Uh, you didn't. So you, yeah, we'll get to that in a, yeah, in a couple I know, minutes. I know. But yeah, I thought she was great. She this is the this this was the scene that set it up, and then there was the night that the later they talked and stuff, and then they they kind of bring in the 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 first set of bad guys, the the German um, general and and then the scientist, the Doctor Poison, right? <clears throat> and she thinks he's she thinks he's Aries and stuff like that. Well, they go to the the party or whatever, and and she shows up, and that's she shows up in the just slinky dress with the sword in the back, and she, it was cool. Um, you know, it led to led to some other fighting and stuff like that, and in another section where they end up bombing the village and and you know adding some heartache to it. That's about where the movie falls off. Then we get into the third act, and it's where you know she ends up. They end up going to the last base where the aircraft's going to take off with the bombs, and she ends up killing the the general, thinking he's Ares but it doesn't do anything. And then the guy that shows up later, that was part of the, you know, that kind of helped him get to the front line. He turns out to be Aries and it just, it's, I don't know. It's, it's one of those things is it, it fails at the same level as a lot of the DC movies did from like the, a lot of the Superman, right? The man of steel where it's just over the top fighting. That is like, you don't have to have everything in the background be an explosion. You don't have, you know, <laughs> you can have better fights than these epic fucking blow up. It, it, just because they're big superheroes doesn't mean the fight has to take up miles of space and blowing up everything around. You know, it like, tried to balance it a little bit with uh, with with Steve. Steve's, you know, you know, he decided that he had to sacrifice himself for that for that plane. Yeah. And, and, uh, <laughs> that was yeah. another one. It's like okay, he, he didn't really have been, to. Well, yeah, like, why did it have to be him? Why couldn't you yeah. guys? Well, why didn't you just flatten the tire so it couldn't take off? You know, it, there's a lot of things. It, it just it was kind of, mm, but yeah, he had to die well, for the story. I think he said something like, "I think they did say that if it goes off here, it's still going to take out 50 mile radius of." So he had mm -hmm. to get it up in the. I, I, well, I will say from a pacing standpoint, there was something they did when I was watching it. Uh, a couple days ago um, that I thought was really effective because there's a moment where they where she is something's happened to her and she can't hear and yeah and a big when, explosion and, goes and off that's when he kind of says her goodbye yeah. he says his goodbyes and he gives her the watch and but but we don't hear any of it and I thought this really worked well with the kind of dramatic pacing because it isn't until a you know a few minutes later when it's it's the the finale of of her battle with with Ares, and and she plays that back, she's able to kind of pause and replay that, and I thought it really worked well, and that's something that I think they tried to capture in 1984, and it failed miserably uh, compared, yeah. <laughs> com compared to this. But but I, that I wonder I wonder if that was something that they did in the editing room where they decided you know that's too early to to have this pause here when he's talking. Let's well, let's. Let's bring it back. I think it would be more that she she they knew that she wouldn't let him do it. Right. So and this is okay, this brings up the other biggest problem I have with the whole Wonder Woman, um, Steve Trevor, and like I said, I know there's 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 
chemistry with them and and he was in the comics and stuff like that so it's kind of canon but wonder woman didn't need a love story there didn't have to be a man and to me like i think it 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 takes away from what it could have been like you, you didn't need to have a guy be her 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 pain you know you didn't have to have her be in love with this guy and that's what makes her great I I agree, I agree with you, and I think I don't think they exploited that so much in this first movie, but I think they did in 1984. Here it is. Eight well, yeah, it later, back. and she's still she's still you know. All right, what I we're gonna do right now is we're Chris gonna Pine. we're gonna say we're gonna say if you haven't seen 1984 and you don't want any spoilers, leave now because we're about to get into some spoilers. That's fair. So, That's fair. <laughs> yeah, well, no, because you're 100% right, but it definitely plays into the second movie, which is even worse. But it was like, you know, and this this goes from when I, you know, I listen to these other podcasts and I, and I, I like to get a, a female take on a lot of these things. And one of the things they always talk about is having strong women characters that don't need a love interest, right? That's right. that's important to them. And who's stronger of, of a female character than Wonder Woman? And what's the first thing they do is they give her a fucking love interest. Right. And it's like, you know, she could have been a strong, strong character and she didn't need the the drive from that. They could have found a better way to make it. You know, she just her drive could have just been, hey, my job is to destroy Ares. I don't need this guy here to do it. But right. they put that in there. And, and just it to me, it, it lessened what could have been. No, I get and, you. I get you. And so, and, you know, whereas, you know, this movie came out, I think, a year later, but Captain Marvel that that was that avoided yeah. the the love yeah. story uh, exactly and it, and it and it did just as well right yes. she was just as strong and just as powerful and 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 even more so they they did kind of put a love interest in there but it's a woman it's not a man so it kind of switches it up a little bit oh did they what am i missing? well the 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 uh, the black lady that's in there oh her friend okay the the, yeah. the pilot friend is that right yeah and I, I, I don't know for a hundred percent, but I think that's, I've heard, you know, that's, that's part of the, part of what's going to happen or, or what happens in the comics too. I don't know. I don't know enough about it, so I'm not going to pretend I know. Um, but that's just, and I, I, I'm not saying it was, it was evident and like thrown in your face in the movie, but I think it was, it was enough there that if you knew the backstory that it was there and that's kind of what I've, I've heard other people talk about. Well, it's interesting if we look at Gal Gadot, in her Wonder Woman versus Captain Marvel and and I'm I'm spacing on the Is it uh, Brie Brie Larson Brie Larson Brie Larson and there's there's quite a difference in how they're looked at on the on the internets you know this whereas Gal Gadot is is you know that you get some of the uh, some people that are saying you know oh she's she's the she gets all all the love even though she's not as good of actress. Where Brie yeah. gets torn apart. By the, she does. By the she fan. really does. But it's almost like a masculine feminine. Whereas, as some people are offended right. by by Gal Gadot because she plays it too feminine, and some people are right. are, are are upset with Brie Larson because she plays it too masculine. As far as yeah, you know, it's interesting. Haters gotta hate. You know, that's <laughs> that's what it is. Is it's and, almost and, it's almost like a political divide. You know, there's a line. It is. Yeah, and it's funny that you know, and and um this is a horrible thing to, to bring out about it, but it's, there's a lot of hate in the fandoms of, of comic books and in the geek culture there's, and gaming culture that, and I don't think it's, I don't think it's 
the majority of the people, but there's there's a small minority that are really just assholes, and a lot of them are men that just try and you know the whole GamerGate thing that I think we talked about once before, and it it gets out there because rest of the people are just they're not they're not saying hey we don't we don't like this we don't like that because it's not that big of a deal to them we're just letting them be but there's a small minority that come out and go oh i fucking hate this and they're the loudest voices so they get they're they're what get heard and that's what it is and it's like yeah you know I, can't you just sit back and like something and if you don't like it shut your fucking mouth and go do something <laughs> else you know what i mean it's like uh um Wow. So yeah, the, I I think the whole Aries scene at the end to me and the, the ending was just a letdown. The the three acts of the first movie, the first two were really good. The first one set up a lot of backstory. The second one had some good action and some side character backstory and really worked together. Then the final was kind of a letdown. It's like if if I was going to watch this movie again, I'd probably watch the first two acts and then turn it off. I liked I liked the choice they made to kind of bring Ares into it. You know, after mm-hmm. a, after uh, Diana is is kind of obsessed with Ares and and we see you know and she says, oh no, it's this guy, it's this guy. She kills him, and then as an audience, I, I was I was a little surprised when suddenly oh here's Aries, you know, they actually did bring Aries yeah. in and I like the actor that, that plays him. You know, he's uh, a yeah. Harry, Harry Potter yep. and a prisoner of Azkaban. He's, he's, uh, uh, I, oh, he's the, he's, he's, he's Harry Potter's, um, you know, the teacher, teacher that, that he loves so much, uh, that he's teaches the one, him. Uh, Lupin Lupin. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, he was, he was great in that. I, I kind of enjoyed his, his, change I, you know i saw it coming he was a great of... actor and then when they add when they go aries with him and the cgi it is horrible i i get you there i get you there I oh, it's that, horrible i like that he brought some interesting dialogue into it and it wasn't just this big uh you know cgi show you know so it, here's, but... here's the thing too yeah okay go ahead <laughs> why is why is it the what why is it just i guess it's dc in general their villain CGI is horrible. In both these movement movies, when they when they bring in a villain in a fight scene with CGI, it is horrible. You're talking like the, you're of, comparing it to like Justice League and, and Justice League. Oh, and what about Cheetah? What about, what about Green Lantern? Yeah, Cheetah. Oh gosh, Green Lantern. Right, they that, got the big head guy or whatever. whatever yeah, is that? Uh, yeah, I know. I can't think of the guy's name either. But yeah, I mean, the CGI. Wh- why is it Marvel? can kill it like their cgi is not 100 percent. there's some times where you're like oh that was a little bit but they they do a really good job but you get into dc and it's like is it just they're they're hiring different people and they're they're getting the 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 cream of the crap and and DC, <laughs> cream of know, the crap that's good <laughs> right and, and marvel's got you know the top dogs or whatever i what i just don't get it because it's it's almost consistent the, the only one that i could say that i didn't see really cgi issues with their battle that um was recent was um in uh shazam i didn't see any that were just okay that was that was really bad cgi i mean they did a pretty decent job there's still there's still some bad cgi in it too but it's just yeah it's 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 tough because i thought in wonder woman particularly the way she jumps around it's obviously Mm -hmm. it, it it's obviously something that they're having to cgi because it's somewhat but i thought well, they did she it. did I thought, her movement was good yes i agree that is what i was gonna say it, it, if they can pull it off it's great uh even when we get to to you know you mentioned cheetah 
I remember seeing a trailer and going, ugh, when I saw Cheetah moving around in that final battle. I it's thought bad. they I thought they did a little better job in the in the actual movie. Um, but I only saw I only saw it once, so uh, I had a So that that the cheetah scene is the only one where the CGI gets really bad. The rest is pretty good. Um, but, although but it, I have, it wasn't I, as bad as Black Panther, and you know you bought you, I, which <laughs> which I liked a lot more than you did. Which I don't think we haven't gotten to that one, but, but we haven't got it to yet. But we've but talked I, about Alpha. <laughs> but the CGI bugged me in that the way that he moved around, and I thought they did a little better job of Cheetah during this this fight scene at the end. So, I had I so had I'll, some I'll, issues. I'll give I'll give Wonder Woman 1984 some props. Whereas yeah. you're you're kind of going the other t- other direction. Oh no, yeah, no, I think it's garbage. Um, so let's get to, I mean, we, we've touched the main Wonder Woman. Let's get to, to, to 1984. So this, this is a whole different story, right? Where she's, she's, you know, living her life without Steve and, you know, they, they give us a little of that. We get Kristen Wiig. Although you gotta, you gotta admit before we get to even Kristen Wiig, the first 20 minutes are probably the best of the movie, you know, where you get the, you get the flashback. Okay. You're right. Oh yeah. No, I, I, I told you, I jumped, I jumped right into the, the your story. You're correct. Um, and this is funny because a lot of the things I listened to people were like, people complained a lot on the length of this movie, right? Most people are saying it's, it's a half hour too long. And a lot of people are like complaining about the first, the first action se- sequence where we get young Diana played by the original actress, who was the young Diana in the first one. Right. And, you know, they have this gladiator sport thing. And, you know, right away, and this is this is one of the problems I have with this movie too. And, and it's it might just be me not liking the way the action goes, but the acrobat style, like we get that first scene and they're they're swinging and jumping and doing, and it's, it's cool. And I'm not saying it's not cool. Um, but it's well, like it's American Ninja Warrior, right? Isn't that it is? It, they're trying to uh, kind of, but it's 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 more like uh, what what's the big show in Vegas? Uh, the um, they have all the different ones. Um, Blue Band Group. Ah, and uh, <laughs> oh, and the ones where they do all the acrobatic. Oh, craziness. Um, uh, oh gosh, there's yeah, a bunch of different shows. Circus it's, LA. It's, Circus LA kind of thing, yeah. Like okay. where they're doing all these craziness, you know, and it, and it's cool. I, I have nothing against it. And we get this this great competition where you know Diana's like half the size of all the other girls, and she ends up she would have won if she paid attention and didn't get knocked off her horse by a branch because she got cocky, right? Right. And then and then she cheats to to get back ahead, and which and, I thought you know. actually was kind of clever. It's like oh, she's thinking on her feet. <laughs> yeah. No, I I thought it was great too, and and I think it ended properly. I I love the way they they said yeah, no, she snatches her at the last minute, and like nope, you don't win yeah. that way. <laughs> and you know that's that's her their her aunt telling her hey, you know, we don't we don't win that way because it, truth is a you know, and it, it's the whole meaning of the movie that truth the truth is all we have and truth is the final meaning and you know you can't you can't lie your way to the end or kind of thing like that or i can't remember the words um exactly but uh it was it was a great section of that movie and i loved the action i loved that the little girl did her own stunts did she nice yeah so i guess they couldn't find a stunt person her size so they they said are you good with this so yeah she was on the horse 
she was doing a lot of that stuff. You know, she had wires on her for safety and stuff. Are you good with I, this? <laughs> like, well, I don't know if she can actually legally make that decision. I think, I think a parent needs Well, to. I mean, it was probably involved, but I mean, yeah, she rode the horse. She did some of the climbing and jumping wow. and stuff like that. I mean, mad props to that girl. And you're right. This is this is a great part. And people that are saying this movie's too long and that should have been cut out, I think are wrong. Um, I like this part of the movie. And yeah, it did set up a couple things. It set up it set up the meaning of the movie. The truth is the only way. You know, you can't you can't cheat your way to the end. Um, and it also set up um, the golden armor, right. which you know has a it has a good meaning. I don't know if we're going to get all of it in this movie. I think it may come back in the third, maybe, but it it has it shows the golden armor which then had a horrible payoff later um because it turned out to be just shitty armor <laughs> you know it, well i mean they made it this this thing that this yeah one one amazon stayed back wearing this armor that we've everybody sacrificed a piece of their armor to make this one armor and she was able to hold against all the men so we could escape they did which, a little flashback sequence too which reminded yeah. me of 300 uh, which a great movie right. that Zack Snyder did, you know, who did a lot of the original yeah. DC, DC movies. Uh, but 300 was probably his, his most epic. Well, I mean, it was a great flashback and it had great meaning up until the point that she puts it on and fights Cheetah with it on and it gets shredded. <laughs> That's true. And she it's reminded like, me of more of the, uh, the woman from uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, the, the, uh, the golden high priestess from the oh. race. That's, that's, I right. looked at that and I was like, oh. Well, she's, it geez. made her seem really weak because she just, she she turtled up in the armor until the armor just got shredded and then all of a sudden she stands back and drops it like it's a big deal. Like, you should have kept that armor on and been kicking ass with it on instead of just getting your butt kicked with it until it was ruined. That That's, that's, there's some major issues with this, this 1984 and that's, that was one of them is just, there were some bad fight ideas you know the um i don't know if we want to just jump into one <laughs> and get all over the place but the fight scene with cheetah at the end where they're swinging around the fucking electrical lines and shit like that that's first off a cheetah wouldn't fight like that right <laughs> cheetah's not spider-man and neither is wonder woman they should have fucking been on the ground feet on the ground doing some like they could have done some much better fight scenes but they had someone got a hair up their ass to be a fucking swinging from fucking vines all over the place because it's in all kinds of sh like the whole beginning uh scene where she's in the mall and she's whipping around and zip flipping and you know it's like and, and this is one of the reasons i went with the golden lasso as my drink is because that's all we fucking saw in this second movie is this golden lasso it's like someone decided that that's her main weapon and she has to have it out at all times because it did some of the stupidest shit i've ever seen catching got a bullet mid-air I gotta say, you know, that, that opening mall sequence, I didn't care for the action. I thought the 80s references <laughs> were way too overdone. Horrible. But the style reminded me of 80s. You know, it was almost like- Exactly, oh, I did. I, I kind of liked, it's like, oh, are they, they're not just going for the 80s references. They're gonna make this like an 80s movie. And I, I kind of got a little charmed by that. And I was a little hopeful. I, um, and I thought they pulled off that action sequence at the beginning with that in mind. The bad guys looking a little, I, I think you're right. It, it it definitely started off well, and I liked that. And um, I, I I was all for it in that in the beginning, even with the cheesy flipping through, yeah. swinging around everywhere, um, even the blatantly uh, breaking of the guns and looking at the camera. And I don't like guns, you know. <laughs> right. Okay, we got your political message. Yep. Um, and then you know it it 
it, it had its cheesiness, which was 80s. I, I agree with that. And it, it was. But I after that, it kind of died off. It sure you know? did. It got, I mean, oh. the movie is unfortunately boring. It's not, the action does not grab you like it does like like we talked about the no man's land sequence which right. to me elevated the first one to an epic well they have they have one know, more good action scene where she's fighting um when they when they're on driving down the road in in <sighs> egypt or whatever i thought that was a letdown too because i saw well there's there's some good parts and then there's some bad parts well i, I will say i loved the sequence where she goes flying in the air because she yeah the truck and, and i saw that in the trailer and to me, that was like the one shot that was epic. And the rest of the scene just seemed like it didn't, it didn't pace itself right. It just. Well, there, there were some, there were some flaws in it. Like um, I loved when she was sliding on the disc underneath the car and she did that stuff right before she got, when she do you think, flew. Do you think that was a Raiders of Lost Ark reference or was that a speed reference? Because <laughs> in, in speed, they go down, you know, she's he's actually yeah. riding, riding on that, uh, you know, he goes flying that. You know, I didn't even think about it, but yeah, I like the I like the Raiders reference that. Well, that, yeah, that when I she's like, like grabbing up into the into the pipes and stuff like that. That's well, so that's when she did the to the jump and right. Um, the problem I had was first off, they they're right behind a truck that has a you know a bunch of semi-auto or full-auto guns, and they open up. Um, not one of them hit the windshield in a cab that didn't have a bulletproof windshield, so. Uh, Trevor would be dead or what, what uh, Steve Trevor would have been dead for sure. Right. If those guys were anything but stormtroopers, um, or maybe that's what it is, is maybe they were stormtroopers cause they shot the hood. Like, I mean, you're eight feet away from a, a windshield. You, you know, you, you could have thrown the gun at him and probably killed him. It, it was just, it was, it was bad. Um, and then later on the, the other thing that started to bug me was the, the lasso. She whips back and, and grabs the bullet and throws it off track, you know, because it was going to hit Steve. And then this other one where she throws it up sideways and then all of a sudden it grabs the guy and throws him like it's a fucking arm. Like it, it doesn't have to follow natural. It, it's either a rope and a lasso and it acts like a rope and a lasso or it's a magic arm and you can just have it do whatever, you know, it what? can just reach out. and. That To me, you're bringing up some interesting ideas about this lasso which i think you can throw at the movie too in the, in that it tries to do things that are kind of polar opposites like the lasso is it this or is it this well it's both yeah but it doesn't make sense same thing with this this you know this whole um this idea of of how how you know what, what are the people they they have desires and they say oh i want this and then oh, there's the a, wishes the wishes and you see how they're manifested and especially when they go away it's like some are destroyed and some are reversed and some are that was a huge it, it, issue in like, this movie what the heck is there's no the whole wish mcguffin I, yeah. I i i get it i just wish they had a logic that they followed you yeah. know and and stuck with it you know rather well, than that was something. that was the biggest problem in this movie is they 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 tried two villains which probably would have been better to have one. Like they didn't need uh, the Maxwell, uh, what was his name? Um, Max Maxwell Lord, like right. the Pasquale character, like the whole wish MacGuffin, you know. And that's okay. So let's let's get into that. Like so, you don't think they that, needed that? They needed. I didn't mind. I, that. I thought if they were gonna do that, okay, I thought that here's... was the the more more of the drive of the of the of the main plot was driven by him, the cheetah character 
was more someone that that Wonder Woman could fight because you you can't have battles with so here's, Max. Yeah, so the Maxwell I found this out by reading the Maxwell Lord character is a character from um, DC Comics. Sure, right? He he started uh, the Justice League International and all this, and so there Wait, is he this did thing. What? He did just he he was the he was the catalyst and the he started the Justice League International. So he's a big part of of DC Comics for a long long time. That makes but him he also like was a character a guy, that though. you say the Justice League. Yes, he was in a way. Okay, but he also had powers that he kind of let abuse. He had some mental powers where I I kind of like this wish thing where a little bit where. He would use them, and he would start getting bloody noses and things. Like it would kill his his health by using his powers, kind of thing, which they kind of showed. You know, he he started to nosebleed and stuff like that. So they were trying to play homage to the true thing, and they use this MacGuffin, the, this power stone or wish stone, to kind of give him a little bit. But um, the way the, what happened was, and this was a big thing in DC, is she she actually kills him in the comics. Like she has to destroy him to destroy the the wish stone kind of thing or whatever what's going on to save everything, but when she does this, she does this on live TV, and so everybody sees Wonder Woman kill Max Lord, right? And so it it just was this big deal, and it you know it's a it's a whole section of comics that would have been stuff interesting. Like that. I, I well, and, and exactly that. that's to me the the climax was, yeah. was so lame. <laughs> Well, and okay, so here's my here's my biggest problem with this. So, right, we get into this, and 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 you know, we're gonna jump right in deep into this. He gets this this wish we stone. We did that a while ago. He becomes this wish wish stone, and he's just he's giving all these wishes out and taking things from people from him. That's that's the power that he gets out of it. And so all the shits going haywire, right? Um, I almost forgot where I was going. And so you get to the end, right? And nobody knows who fucking Wonder Woman is, right? No, she she we, she made a point of it to to kill the cameras in the mall, right? So nobody knows who Wonder Woman is. Batman is the only one who knows who Wonder Woman I, is. I think this is all for continuity's sake because they already established in the in Batman v Superman that 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 she okay. li- she you know she no one knew who she was. So they figure out the only way to get this to all go back and and save everybody is to get everybody t- to denounce their wishes. And so he's talking on this this network TV thing that touches everybody, and she does the worst fucking monologue ever recorded in movie history. Right. Um, oh man, it was. <laughs> and it, and it's and you know the whole thing is is they pull back and she's got the lasso around his leg and she goes, "I'm not talking to you. I'm talking yeah. to everybody else." Okay, nobody knows who the fuck you are. <laughs> so why are they going to listen to you to tell everybody to yeah. give back their wishes to stop that? And, that was my big, biggest you, problem. You, with it. you can't blame Gal Gadot for her limited acting chops because that was just poorly written and poorly scripted. You're right. You know, but that's what I mean is, is she should have, she, it should have been like, she should have tried to talk him out of it and he doesn't want to talk. Well, well, let's talk about that too. So he decides that finally he's like, for some reason he gets a glimpse of his son who's now standing in a field in Washington, D.C., all by himself crying, right, and decide, oh, fuck, I, I can't do that to my son, who's been a, he's been a shitty father the entire time, the rest of the movie. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, I got to save my son. So then he goes, I denounce my wish, and then he runs out like it's a bad fucking stage play. It's like he runs off screen. It was fucking horrible. And then all of a sudden he shows back up in D.C. He right. had to fly there in a fucking and it, helicopter. And his son kind of 
stumbles out of the trees. Oh my god. <laughs> that That looks like some shit like your kids would make in third grade yeah. like we Hey dad, we made a film. Check this out. <laughs> oh, it, was, it 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 was the worst fucking ending of of any DC movie I can think of. I mean even like even Superman v Batman was better than that, and I hated that movie. I thought it was absolute trash, and this this ending was worse than that. Okay. Although, 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 I, and and this is just because I started watching Wonder Woman, Woman the other night, and then I wanted to go back to uh, her Where introduction, so I started watching uh, Batman v Superman, and I got caught up more in that one than I did in Wonder Woman, and until, yeah. until Lex Luthor showed up. Because yeah, because <laughs> I thought I think that was to to the so, point yeah. But but um, it has one of the best action sequences as well. Like Wonder Woman, it's got that scene. Oh, that Bat- Batman, Batman takes out the, in the building. Oh my god! You're right. That is that is, that is epic, 100... especially the ultimate edition. It's much more violent. Oh really? Yes. Oh, I got to see that then. Oh yeah, that's, that's on HBO Max right now, huh? HBO Max, watch the ultimate. Okay, just, just fast forward to that to that uh, third <laughs> act there with. So let's with let's that. get into what was good about this movie because there's a lot that's bad. I want to talk touch on what was good. I thought Kristen Wiig played in uh, a great character. Um, her her introduction and her acting I thought was great. Um, she, so she reminded me of uh, Michelle Pfeiffer in as Catwoman in. Batman a lot of Returns. people said that. A lot okay. of people have said that, and I and I see that. I, I definitely do. But I think she carried off, and and that's kind of that's kind of the character it could have been. Now uh, I know Cheetah from watching her in cartoons, as as I've seen her, you know, in in the cartoon uh, universe of DC, and and she is a big part of villainy for uh, Wonder Woman. Um, I wish they would have either done just her, or just the Maxwell Lord, um, and then. You know, I, I hope that they find a way to bring Cheetah back because I, I'm glad is. to hear that you liked Kristen Wiig because I, I I agree. I, I but I like her as a as I mean I, I like her on Saturday Night Live. I think she's okay. Old. So here's the thing: I <laughs> I've seen her and I, but I couldn't tell you who she was. And someone said Kristen Wiig, I wouldn't have known. But I really and we were watching this with my daughter Sierra, and she and she's like, oh my god, I, you know, she, I love Kristen Wiig, and I'm like, oh, who's that? Oh, okay. And so I went into it with nothing like to like, oh, I got to like, no, I just, I liked the way she did the character. I loved how it progressed and how she changed and stuff like that until she got to full cheetah. And I don't blame her for that because it's bad CGI and bad right. action direction. And, like and strange, she's not strange makeup choice. It almost looked like she just kind of rubbed some, some makeup on her face when she I think, became- well, yeah, and it, that was someone's idea that they went they went a little too far with. It's like so the cheetah from the comics, she doesn't look like well not all the time. Um, she doesn't look like her body has changed overall, but she does have like a a cheetah coloring like her. She's got fur essentially, so they kind of went with that. But her face doesn't change as much as they kind of changed her face, and that's what they did is they kind of CGI'd her nose, and it it kind of fucked everything up. Maybe they um, tried to limit the CGI and just kind of keep it more. Uh, yeah, I, you know, it, as as kind of a response to people thinking they over CGI things, but but so I just, listened I listened strange. to a podcast today and they were they were tearing it apart. They they <laughs> fucking hated it. The the fight scene um, specifically, and they were like, you know, what would have been good is they should have made this more Russian based, like you know, more Cold War, and they could have had the cheetah being like 
a, a super soldier that was built to defend, you know, fight against Wonder Woman, and had them fighting like off in a like snow tundra or something like that, or and and it was like that would have been really, and I was like, God damn, that would have been a cool idea. I, it was just the way they did the fight scenes, and okay. Now let me touch on the absolute fucking worst parts of these movies, and this is where they could have cut out. Wait, wait, wait. You, you you said you were going to talk about the good part. Did you talk about the good part? I did. That's all I did was wait. Kristen Wiig. Oh, okay. That <laughs> Kristen was Wiig in the beginning to me is the only good part of this movie. I hated pretty much all the rest of it. Like I, I, I don't like I, that. I had a. I wanted to like this movie. I I went in I hoping. <laughs> right. I didn't like. I didn't like Pascal uh, Pedro's character at all, Maxwell Lord. I didn't like any part of him, any right. part of it. And, um, and, I, and yet, I, I don't want to blame the, the actor, too, because... No, it's not the know. actor. He did a great job with what he was. It was a bad character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why do we Granted, care I think so much about these actors? That, you know, they, but I think so, it was supposed to be you, you were supposed to not like him, and yeah. he did a good job. So I'll give him that credit. Um, then, you know, we have... Uh, them bringing back Chris Pine, and, geez, I, and how cool. they did that—it's like it's like oh, we're gonna put him. You know, you you wish for something and you get it, but not with Chris Pine. If you're gonna if you're gonna wish for Steve uh, Trevor back, he comes yeah. in in a, in someone else's body, and we're gonna. That was so weird. Yeah. Well, there was a lot of stuff with that, and like a lot of people had issues. Like, well, like so. So Diana just rapes this guy. What about? I mean, the guy. Right. Technically, the guy. You know, it's like mm, that's not right. And then the other part, which had me, like, I was like, okay, it's kind of cool, but it's also kind of annoying, was the whole dressing up montage of the 80s clothes. Like, the only thing I laughed at was is when he's wearing the parachute pants, and he's like, oh, my God, so many zippers. Like, that was the only thing that I thought was like, oh, that was funny. But it, it just kind of got old really quick. It was strange pacing, too. I mean, the yeah, you see things like that, and then it cuts to, I don't know. So I didn't, I didn't care for any of that. Um, yeah, uh, I'm trying to think if no, it's pretty much that was the only part was that I liked the Kristen Wig transformation. So there's little parts as it goes along the movie, and I liked I liked the interaction between um, Diana and uh, the Kristen Wig character Minerva, Barbara Minerva, Barbara um, Minerva. Okay, yeah. So I mean the whole the whole interaction between Gal and, and Minerva or or Kristen Wig and and uh, their characters that was great and, and i think that could have played into a whole different thing bringing steve back into it i thought just it was a bad idea to have a love interest in the first one this would have been a perfect chance to not have a love interest she could have just been there to save the world i wonder um, i wonder if the studio had any influence on bringing uh chris pine back because I, I, think, I, I, I think people enjoyed him in the first one well i don't know contract because they killed him off at the end of the first movie so so contractually just, just because they enjoyed someone in there doesn't mean you bring them back it just means okay they like that idea let's find a way to do you know i do think though that they came up with a good way of bringing him back it it, it was horrible oh, well i I remember in the preview, it's like, what, what the hell is he doing back? How are they gonna, how are they gonna come up with a reason why he's back? And at least that was a, a you know, okay. a significant plot point and and the something they brought him back was so that she, he could teach her how to fly. Oh my God, that's the flying! Only... What the hell is now, the... that's that's how they could have cut a good thirty minutes out of this movie. Okay, they the, first off, they steal a fucking jet from the Smithsonian, right? Just so they could do the whole invisible jet thing. Okay, cool. I like the idea that you throw the. the and I know a back. lot of 
people are saying, how the hell can Steve Trevor fly a jet that's okay, you know, you, 80 well, years later? I mean, you can fly, you can fly. It's kind of got the same principles. I'll give him that. Okay. First off, 80 why years is, later, but what is it, like 60 Why years is later? a jet at the Smithsonian ready to fly, fueled up, everything ready to go? That, they're <laughs> not going to store a fucking plane with all full of gas, ready to go, especially a jet. Oh, is it, that at it, the Smithsonian? Yes. I, oh, I missed that. <laughs> yeah, that's why that's why the Smithsonian security is chasing them, right? So that's the first flaw. Then they get up there and, you know, she turns it invisible. Okay, Chris Pine's character did not need to go, oh, it's invisible jet. No, we get it. We all fucking watch the cartoons. We all know she has an invisible jet. We don't need you to tell us she has an invisible jet. Then the fireworks. Why do you have to fly through the fucking fireworks? It did nothing other than to show, oh, he really likes to fly. Well, the movie was supposed to originally come out in July of of 20, no, no, I know. I'm just, I'm just saying that, that I think they actually reshot shot that last scene of the movie during Christmas time after, after it got delayed. And, and so I'm wondering if they, if, if the production studio pushed them to have a, a a firework scene and that was, anyway, it was, that was a good, (laughs) that's five minutes they could have cut of him just, Oh look, we're flying through the fireworks. Ha, 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 ha. I would have laughed if one of them would have fucking hit him and blown him up, <laughs> right? So that's uh, that's actually what I was wishing for because you're not supposed to fly through that. Anyways, then they fly over and they have this is where they have the whole Egypt thing and the the big battle there, which it, you know she's losing her powers. That's that's one of the MacGuffin things for her. Is how did they Steve find up. how did they find Max? I mean, they passed him on the road. Was there? Yeah. Did they have some sort of? Tracker? Well, they, they knew where he was supposedly going. They knew he went to, to Cairo or Egypt or whatever, and that they were gonna he was going to go talk to the other oil guy. So they were driving towards him, and they were driving away from him. It's the only – maybe there's only one road in and one road out, so okay. they got lucky. Got real yeah, lucky. Yeah. Well, then we get the whole fight scene, which, you know, there, there's parts of it that are really good, then there's parts of it that are really bad. Like, you know, so – the, the, the two trucks that are trying to smash her and then the one truck comes in and it's about to smash her and then it stops because he puts his car between the back of them. That would have just put more torque on the front and it would have smashed her even harder. It, it, physics of this didn't fucking... Like, if you drive a car in the back of another car that's trying to come over, it's not just going to stop. It's going to actually twist over harder. So I was like, fuck, that was so stupid. And then the kid's playing in the fucking street. There's one road, like, for miles all around and they're playing right in the street and they don't hear the gunshots and the fucking big tanks and cars coming down the street to get out of the way. I, this is another, her using her fucking lasso like fucking Spider-Man that was like, okay, we already got Spider-Man. We don't, we don't need you fucking flying around with the lasso. I, I, I love the idea of the lasso, uh, you know, grabbing people and throwing them and stuff like that. That works. Her grabbing everything that's above 14 feet in the air and being able to fly through uh, really bugs me. Um, so we got that. <laughs> then, I agree uh, about that action sequence with the cars. It's almost like I wish I wish they would have turned that over to a to a stunt coordinator, someone who knows how to right. pace action. It just seemed like oh no, we've got to make this a little different, make this a little bit more story building and. It was just an opportunity to really wow you with 
with a cool Let's action go. sequence. We we we're watching a superhero movie. We want to see a good action sequence every once in a while. Her only cool action was was when she blew up. She flips the truck and jumps with it. And the right, direction. and and you know what bugged me about that? She goes flying through the air. Boom! It's cool. And then she just kind of like lands, lands on, on top the roof of the car. and the roof. And it was just like. Well, that was totally anticlimactic way. She just kind of like, oh, hi. You know, so what I don't get to is she was able to keep up pace with them, pushing one of those trucks sideways, right? They turn sideways and she's pushing it. So both, all four <laughs> tires are rubbing against her and she's pushing it and keeping up pace. Why didn't she just fucking get out of the way and run up to the front? If she's so fucking speedy and fast and strong, she could have just run to the front and kicked his car. Yeah. And it would have been over. Like Well, so uh, so so they tried to use this scene to establish that she didn't was losing her powers. She was losing her powers. And and so so maybe they were maybe that was the storytelling interfering with the action sequence, you know. The only thing that told us she was losing her powers is she got shot in the shoulder. Right. Well, and she stood up her own lasso and almost and would have killed those kids. <laughs> right. But you know, we, we didn't get that. That's another that's that another, was another bad that was another CGI moment where when they landed it just looked like some computer no, kids landing. No, you know what they are? They're not they're not even it's not even CGI. They're dummies. Oh really? You can see you can see the, the boy is the one that gives it away because his head is is stiff and he just he lays there and doesn't move and it kind of looks yellowy and then all of a sudden it when they put it back in there he's offset just a little from where it was and then he turns his head yeah it's dummies he would he would have crushed those kids so yeah that was another horrible sequence and then what do they do they fly back so not only did they have enough fuel to get from the smithsonian to egypt in one trip but they were able to fly back so when, when, when when was this movie originally supposed to be released uh june june okay so they had like six months to 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 deal with some of these issues oh they they thought it was perfect they didn't fuck with it <laughs> no no it's it. we got it's it it. <laughs> it was a panic like yeah no and i think the whole point was that they wanted to get this movie out before the the new justice league dropped well was i think i think i think uh the pandemic kind of protected this movie a little bit because it would have yeah. oh, if, if it if it hit the theaters it would have it would have there would have been a big well, bomb not only that out. but it would have come out a month after black widow <laughs> oh you think that you think the backlash is bad now if this would have come out a month after back black widow and black widow is going to be fucking badass and then this came out people would have been like fuck dc you should just pack your shit up and go home <laughs> Yeah, but we're getting ahead of ourselves because we haven't seen Black Widow. Maybe, maybe that's a shitstorm as well. Already looks better than this fucking movie. <laughs> okay, on its own. I'm just saying. I, I'll, I'll go out on a limb right now and say Black Widow is going to be so much better than this movie that it's it's not even the same league. Where's that it's currently gonna... slated for April or something like that? Is that yeah, 2020, 21, yeah, 21. Yeah. That's what we're in now. Yeah. Um. All right. So. We got we got through that battle. She goes back, and then we get the whole president, you know, the White House. So this is something I didn't pick up on this, but some people talked about that. They were trying to make a political statement, and and they tried to say that you know the Pasquale character was kind of like a Donald Trump kind of character. Well, I, I think I think uh, Pedro Pascal 
said he tried to play him a little bit like Trump. Uh, but and I didn't, I didn't get it. other than the hair was bad. I didn't get it. <laughs> I agree. I did not. I didn't. He seemed more like a, a uh, bad televangelist. Yeah. And yeah, Trump, Trump is different. Trump is different. Yeah. He's, 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 and so I didn't get that. And I don't know. I mean, if they're trying to make a political statement, I mean, whatever, but it's kind of like, I, you know, maybe, maybe if you're going to do it, do it in a better way. It, it, or, or be blatant about it if you're really going to do it. Yeah, there's something about Max, or what is it, Max, uh, what's his name, Max? Maxwell uh, Lord. Maxwell Lord. He has, he kind of goes back and forth between his obsession with with power. Power. And, and love, you know, he still has that compassion for his child that he keeps kind of pushing away. That passion was very you know, hard I, to see. I know, but that was in the end. Supposedly, that was what redeemed him. What what kind of pulled him over? And that's uh, so. If that was a if that was a comparison to Trump, I don't I don't I don't think that Trump, was the problem. Though is like Trump. you know he, he, the whole time he acted like um, his kid. You know he was mad because his kid was there because it was there on a weekend and he had work to do and stuff. You know, and then all of a sudden he loved. I mean, I get it. Yeah, you love your kid regardless of how you. But it was it was weak at best. The other one was a hurt. It was, more, I, it was I, more like someone who was just on cocaine all the time. Just fuck right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Obsessed with power and obsessed with, yeah, you know, success and stuff like that. And, and I get that. And it was just bad. So we get there and, you know, he gets the president. And this is where it kind of goes into Cold War upping things is, you know, he, he's got all these wishes going for everybody. You know, he's... He, he, everybody can get one wish and they wish for whatever they want. And he takes whatever they have that he wants kind of thing. And so the thing I didn't get was like, you know, we get the first one where he, he has someone wish him, you know, uh, or he has a, the secretary wish that they had more help. And then all of a sudden all these people start showing up. And the next time they show it, there's like mobs and mobs of people that they don't explain why all of a sudden it's like, the place has gone fucking ancient. The continuity crazy. was a mess. I thought. I thought the first, the very first wish was the guy saying, "I wish I had a cup of coffee or something like that." And then mm -hmm. I, that guy bumps into him, and and he takes a drink. He's all, "Oh, this is awesome!" And he takes a drink. And he's like, yeah. "Oh," and he burns himself. And I thought that was subtle enough. Oh, to like, I didn't catch the burn. Yeah, he gets, nice. he's like, "Oh, it's hot," you know. And I thought that was that was a good way of subtly starting to represent uh, this whole like monkey that. monkey paw thing, but. But that just went all over oh, and the place like, and suddenly. They even have to tell us that. Oh, hey, it's a monkey's paw. It's like, come on, man. The people watching this are not that dumb. You, you don't have to explain your MacGuffin. You don't have to explain every little fucking thing. And that's I, I, what they kind of did. I, I think I think they gave you a little time to kind of work it out for yourself. I didn't mind they that. Don't say it. I didn't mind that. I just thought the way they kind of some of how how they manifested some people's wishes in one way and other people's wishes in a different way seemed well, okay, to contradict so, their logic. And and, and that was that my biggest problem me. is that they show him only in the the office, right? In his office at the thing. Yeah. And all this and but the outside world is going to fucking hell. Now is it just Washington D.C. or? Because at that time he he couldn't have got to anybody else. I don't know, and and so and then and then he gets the president thing, and the and then that's where the whole Cold War and the missiles and stuff. I and thought, it escalates everything. I, I thought it was fair to show how this created a certain chaos, but but I but don't. Why I, would it be all over the city unless he was walking around just 
walking down the street talking to each person you know what i mean if it's just people in his office it, it was it, well, it left a big I, hole I, I think that's the chaos theory that that uh 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 jeff goldblum represents so well in jurassic park where a butterfly flaps its wings in new york and you have a hurricane and in, in but it wasn't Angeles. all based on that it was it was based on all these wishes so he would have had to and and they specifically said he has to be touching them to do it well, yeah, but not when you bring in some satellites from the old Star Wars. But that was later. Me. That was that was before. That was yeah, right. But that was before. I got after. I got to do, do a shout out to my dad who worked on the Star Wars program. I remember when I was a kid, <laughs> and I was so geeked out that he worked on something called Star Wars. But you know, he, he he worked on satellites, and he he worked on the communication system between the satellites and the. You know, anyway. I, I get you on that. My my dad worked on the um, the spy plane, SR seventy one. Sweet. And so I, I remember when I was younger, and and they finally released kind of data on it. My dad bought me a model, you know, the little put together plastic models, and he, and he brought it home, and he's like, "Yeah, this is the Blackbird and stuff." I, I'm like, "Oh, this is cool." And then he sat and he's like, "Oh yeah." And so this is this, and started going. I'm like, "How do you know so much?" He's like, "Oh well, I was on the starter crew and this and that." So he actually was on part of the crew. I was like, oh, "That's kind of cool." Nice. So, and my father in law. If you ever saw the movie Falcon and the Snowman with uh, Timothy, was Heighton he the Falcon? And, well, he worked on some of the some of the uh, computer. He was he was into the IT of the military, and and so knew the whole story about Falcon and the Snowman, which is an epic story. If you yeah. that's an old Sean Penn Timothy Hutton one I'm back in the eighties, nineteen ninety four. With what? Yes. Yes. Better than <laughs> anyways. I don't, think, I don't think they actually mentioned the Star Wars program in this, but but they do mention the the missile defense system, which which I I saw in a in someone's write up about this that it it referred to Star Wars even though it didn't yeah. use the words. Well, they're, yeah, they're talking about the uh, the the early detection and stuff like that in Russia. So yeah, we get into this chaos, and well, that's when he gets into um, he gets the president's power, and he flies him to this thing that is supposed to touch everybody and that's when he goes crazy and starts giving all the wishes and that's where we get into the fucking worst ending of any movie I've ever seen um, it, this was just such a fucking letdown from get go when this all started I mean between the fight with um, Cheetah and, and Wonder Woman that was just a bad uh, Spider-Man reject uh, fight scene um, to uh, her bad monologue uh, which nobody would have cared about Um. It, it just it was one of the, it, the worst endings um you know well i guess so we we haven't even got i mean we hadn't even got to that point but uh she realizes that she has to give up her wish and and let steve go to be able to keep her powers to, to defeat this and this is what brings up one of the worst scenes in this movie too which some people like i personally like i couldn't stand is her learning how to fly oh so no. so people liked that i some people did. So she starts off by whipping up to the top of like a third story building and then throwing herself up into the air far enough that she can grab a plane and lift herself higher. I liked that. I liked when she was like whipping onto the lightning bolts. That was there was that was the that. worst part. Oh, you I, you can't grab lightning. No, I come on. I, I, I thought that was uh, com comic book lore that 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 was it. Oh, never, it was never represented in the comic books. Oh, you, she she grabbed a cloud and she grabbed well, lightning. Some, aren't her aren't her armbands supposed to 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 uh, attract lightning? Uh, I don't that, think and that's so. why she was able to survive the electrocution in the water. 
That's a power she has of something with electro no, electrocution, but I don't no, think it, no, 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 because yeah. Kristen Wiig. Oh no, I same, read this one. Kristen Wiig had I, the same power as Cheetah had already established that she had the same power as Wonder Woman. So, but it's so that's what I mean. It's not the it's not the gauntlets. It's a power within her to resist electricity. I well, but it's not the gauntlets. I thought. I thought that Kristen Wiig had wished for the power of Wonder she Woman. Said, I want to know. She said, I want to be like Diane, which gave her Wonder Woman. But so then she also... She, so she should be able to resist electricity. electricity. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She, but she died. Or she... She did. She got shocked enough that she... Well, I think that's also because she gave up that wish and decided to be the cheetah and not Diane. Does that give up the other wish? Does that negate... I don't know. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> there, there's, enough, there's enough plot holes that I'm sure it is. But I, I did read about this, and um, so some of the some of the someone's comics gotta release, fly, some Someone's got to release the book, The Science of Wonder Woman, 1984. Fuck, no <laughs> kidding. But, okay, so I don't have a problem with her getting up into the air and, and realizing she flies. What I didn't need was the four different fucking poses of Superman, arms out, one arm back. I know, that was weird. Over and over, like... You want to cut 10 minutes out of this movie and make it shorter? That's a fucking 10-minute section you could cut out because it went on forever and ever and it's, ever. It seemed out of place, too. It didn't it, – did, it seemed like it did not need this this sort of – Well, it's the whole – it's the whole – my love for Steve taught me how to fly. Is that mm, – That's that's what it was explained as. But they had to and know I, that, that, you know, she never flew in Batman v Superman – you know, or she Justice floated. She, she kind of floats. She jumps. She jumps. She she's but got there's, these but there's a section like... where she floats at the end of Wonder Woman, and I think there's a section in uh, the V Superman Batman um, where maybe she kind of maybe levitate. I don't know because they use slow motion so much it almost looks like, maybe. Uh... <laughs> but it's like okay, I get it. Have her okay. Have her. They could have cut that scene in in half, maybe more. They didn't need to do the four different fucking poses. Like, literally, I was like, okay, oh, now you're Superman. Oh, now you're so-and-so. Oh, now you're... I'm like, she literally went through four different flying poses. It, 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 and I, it just was so stupid to me. It was that and the flying through the fireworks. Like, okay, there's 10 minutes to cut out of this movie, minimum. All right. Then the fucking ending. Oh, my God. Like... She should what what she really should have done is like, hey, I need you to denounce your wish. Make no, okay, and punch the fucking shit out of him and knock him out, or right? kill him like you say they did in the comics. Or oh, I would have loved that. That would have been fucking badass if they would have been like, okay, kill him, and then use that as a stepping stone to go into Wonder Woman three. And and you know, I I watched this and I said, how are they going to get out of this? You know, <laughs> there's got to be some sort of silver bullet that's going to negate all so this stuff. And and their silver bullet was 100% of everyone negating their wishes. What's the, so I mean, how does they, that work? They, 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 they went against that a little bit because what they did was is they, when Maxwell Lord denounced his wish, every wish that he had grounded became null. So what it really does is it leaves the two wishes that are the three wishes that we saw before that still intact. Cheetah, who is is not Cheetah, but actually it's um, Barbara, is, wants Wonder to be Woman like power. Diane. So she's, so she's still going to be like Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman denounced hers, and the guy with the coffee, he drank his coffee, he's done. 
He doesn't have to do <laughs> and does the, it. So does, really, the, uh, does the rock reappear? I that's something I don't know, but that's kind of what they did. But that's that was my other problem with it. Is like okay, so missiles start disappearing. The woman that got wished to death comes back to life. All the Irish guys that got it, deported it was were back in how back in town. reversed. Yeah, some of them were some of them were like reversed action. Some of them exploded. Some of them disintegrated. Right. Some of them, yeah, people that were dead came back but to right, life. But weird. the town was still fucking trashed. And apparently everybody in D.C. went missing because the, uh, Pascal and his kid were just in that <laughs> field alone with just some trash, you know? Right. Um, it, it, it did not follow its own rules. That It didn't establish any rules to get go with what this power was about. Right. You know, and, well, and, and it's a god power, so it, you know it. Whatever, but that's frustrating. I it's frustrating. I wish you know, it would have. Whenever you make a movie about time travel, it's important to establish those sort of rules on how how things are going to work. You know, in your world that you've yeah. in your script that you've written. Okay, this is how it works. Um, I think what was the movie? Um, oh, the, it, there's a great time travel movie. Uh, oh God. <laughs> no, well. What was, the with, what was the one with Bruce Willis? Uh, Bruce Willis and uh, 30 Rock, the kid from 30 Rock, um, where where he time travels and he's an assassin and he time travels and he kills people. They actually hired a guy from... Oh, fuck, what's that movie? Uh, I'll give me a second. I'll find it for you. All right, wait, wait, you're going to find the... I pulled up Bruce Willis. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's a, it's another movie, though, that... Okay, if you look up... Yeah, okay, what's the Bruce Willis movie? I'm looking for it. Um, this is totally a tangent. Reprisal? So, um, Acts of violence, death wish. It was about kill. It was about. Oh, once upon a time in Venice. No, it was about seven or eight years ago. Oh. All right, now I'm gonna have to cut this part out of the podcast because it's. <laughs> nah, it's, it's all good. It's dragging. <laughs> Looper. Um, okay, Looper is the movie I'm talking about. And they hired a consultant that was oh the movie is primal, primal. It's a it this this is an epic time travel movie, low budget, and it gets so confusing, but it establishes these really rigorous rules on how their time travel works. And they is actually hired age. Uh, primal, isn't that no that primer primer not primal primer. Oh, prim I'm like. <laughs> Primer. That's a whole different movie. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Primer. So again, it's low budget, and uh, but it's a really interesting movie. And if you, if anyone likes a good sci-fi uh, time travel movie that tries to follow science, it'll blow your mind. But <laughs> but my point is and here here my whole point was that when you do when you do something that that tries to affect nature in a way like wish fulfillment is you have to right. establish the ground rules on what this this object creates or at least the geek in me wants to see those rules in play because 100%. because when you when you see it work one way for someone and then another way for someone it just seems so obscure on how you know it, and they didn't do that they didn't think through any of it um i think they grabbed some of this from comics and uh i think what happened was is is you probably had multiple writers and they just didn't fact check each other anyhow <laughs> i think uh, we've gotten to, to we've hit a lot of this uh 
I'm I'm gonna go and ask you, and I think I know how how you feel about this, but uh, for Wonder Woman, um, that was released in 2017, is is that a is that a recommendation movie for you, or or what would you say? I think for that uh, No Man's Land scene smack in the middle of the movie, or uh, I highly recommend it because that is a great way of establishing Diana Prince and. I, I had some issues, but uh, overall, yes, I recommend I that as a. I agree a hundred percent. I think it's it definitely a recommendation. I, to date, I think it is probably one of the top three DC movies, uh, not not including Batman's previous Batman's, but I think you mean the DC extended, uh, extended universe? universe. Yeah. Oh, top sure. three. Well, what 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 do you put above it? Uh, I actually really like Shazam. Okay, Shazam. Shazam and Aquaman are the only other two oh. to me that Aquaman I, I thought was lightweight. That bugged me. But but there's it was parts a, of it I really liked and parts that I thought were okay um, in Aquaman, and we'll talk about that some other time. Probably, I like Man but. of Just Man of Steel more, uh, even though the, oh, that one makes me sick. I hate that. Okay, movie. okay. I I really like uh, the the actor uh, that they chose for Superman. See, the actor is fine, but the story is horrible. And, and to tell you the truth, part of it is, is I don't care for Superman. Well, the, the thing about that movie is it's tired. We've seen it so many times. <laughs> right. So, so that was a letdown. And that's where I thought they did really good with the uh, Spider-Man, uh, the new Sti Spider-Man. Uh, yeah. Is that they, they changed they, it. Well, no, they said, Everyone knows the the origin. <laughs> right, we're that. not gonna let's... we're not gonna kill Uncle Ben again. Right, right. So that was good. Um... Cool. All right. Well, now let's talk about <laughs> Wonder Woman eighty four. And is this a recommendation, or what would you say about this if someone came to you and said, "Hey, how do you feel about this movie?" I'd say, "Hell no, no." I mean, <laughs> I can't. There's there's nothing that works in this movie. It's boring. It's uh, it's frustrating and uh yeah i agree 100 percent. i would <laughs> i would recommend to if if i hadn't watched this for free i would have been mad yeah well, i will you know say, we always talk about walking out of movies this is one i might have walked out on maybe yeah i i i have a hard time walking out of movies <laughs> me too but just because you you think you're gonna miss you're something, but but uh, I, I will say this ha is supposed to be a trilogy. You know, they're supposed the the director um, Patty Jenkins yeah. is supposed to. They come even back green lighted this after all the crap that came out. I w I still want to see it. I mean, you know, I like Gal Gadot. Um, I, I I like how they cinematically portray Wonder Woman. I I would like to see them learn from this mistake and, <laughs> and do right? something a little better. You know. Cool. All right. Yeah. So I, I agree with you hundred uh, percent. Wonder Woman 84 was, was, it had such potential and it just, um, it went wrong directions. And I, I don't think it was the directing necessarily. I think it was the script. The story was weak. Um, it just had some, 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 it had a horrible wrap up to a weak story. Um, and then you throw on some bad CGI, some some. This is a tough one. You mentioned you mentioned it's not the directing, it's the story. And and one of the frustrating things about DC is creative control. You know, we, you get frustrated when production studios come in and try to fix things in the end because, mm -hmm. and you think, oh, that's what trashed it is. The production studio came in and and changed it. Well, with this movie, 
you know, with with the first Wonder Woman, I think that was based on a story by Zack Snyder, who did, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Batman v Superman, and you know, was kind of the at at the time had some creative control over the DC universe, but and he wrote the the story of Wonder Woman. Patty mm-hmm. Jenkins directed it. Yeah. Whereas with this movie, she had total she had creative more. control. She wrote, directed, and I don't know if she had final cut. Uh, the, oh, I, 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 I think like, they did some I got the I got the different writer, but I was still on I was on primer. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, no, she wrote and directed this. Uh, I don't know if she had final cut. That's sometimes negotiated, and I do know that they had some reshoots. Uh, but I it says that... her with five other people, so okay. she didn't write it okay. alone. But, but... It, uh, I know I know people did talk about her putting some messages into this, and one of the messages, and this is why the ending was what it was, is that love and truth are going to conquer all, and you don't have to just beat up everybody. And I'm like, well, that could work if you had the right story, but in this case, it should have been beating them up. It, it just it. I get what you're trying to do, and 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 one and and I I agree. Wonder Woman would be a perfect movie for that, where she can find a way other than physically taking out the bad guy. But this just wasn't the right one. It, it just fell so flat. Well, she did uh, she did a really good movie in 2003, Monster. Right? That, you know, gosh, that was 2003. Her next movie was Wonder Woman in 2017, but Monster was the one that uh, won. You know, the Academy Award for uh, that was a based on a true story about a serial she did she did film. others between monster and that uh in film as a director as a director yeah she she has like um television exposed yeah. betrayal those are television movies the killing oh okay i That's... i guess well i i yeah maybe maybe you're right maybe you're right but, but yeah, yeah i'm just trying to give some props I mean, to the to, i don't think she's a bad director was, yeah no, no, she's she, she. I think she has great vision as a director. The problem with it is was the story, and and whether or not she was involved with the story being what it was and and made it what it was. Um, she might be a great director, and maybe she's just a poor story writer. You know, she she needs to take someone else's story and say, okay, this is how I see this in vision, and she can do that because the, the scenes were shot fairly well. There were some that were like in some of that ending credit and I don't know how much she had to give up to other people. Um, but I don't blame her. I I blame the script. I think I, I think I'm the opposite. I think I don't mind the story so much. I think there was some crap. I think they had some continuity issues, but to me it came across as a typical kind of comic book. I didn't mind that it was a little cheesy. It's like, that's fair because you're dealing with comic books. You're dealing with, but to me, the pacing was off. The continuity was crap. Um, I think. I think. But doesn't that come direction. partly from the story? Well, sure, yeah. But I, I think I, I'm, I'm choosing the director that, you know, she, she was the, she <laughs> was the same role. Okay, wait, wait, wait. We're both blaming her, Patty <laughs> yes, Jenkins, because I'm blaming her as a writer. You're blaming her as a director. Yes, I think. I think from a directing standpoint, that has more to blame to the failure of this movie than the writing. Yes. What I think what they need to do is they need to go back and see whoever wrote the first movie and let them write the next one and then let her direct it again. I don't okay. have a problem with the well, direction. Well, they got a third one coming, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> we'll see. God, it's I think the next there's enough bomb. voices out there that are saying that this one sucked. So, 
this one on Rotten Tomatoes had dropped all the way to like a 50 at one point. It's it's worked its way back up, and I don't know if that's... You know, we used to have a scale on how many beers do you have to drink to to enjoy them. I am almost done with... This is... this. I've got a bottle of wine. (laughs) This is it for my bottle of wine, and I still think this movie sucks, so I don't know. I I tried to watch this again. Uh, Last weekend... Lost, so I did. I, uh, we had our friends over the Kincaids who hadn't seen it, and we tried to watch. I fell asleep twice. <laughs> okay. I have watched so many movies multiple times that, you know, and don't fall asleep because I, this one, and I wasn't even, it's not even like I was tired, like, oh my God, I worked all day. Wouldn't No, it was just, it was so fucking boring. It yeah. put me to sleep twice. Yeah. Which I was actually glad because I missed the whole fucking ending uh, third third <laughs> scene in in this one the whole uh, bad monologue and all. All right, well I think we've beat this one up to death. Um, it's just uh, it's getting beat to death by everybody. So I, I I did not hear. I listened to about four podcasts a day, different ones on on Wonder Woman eighty four, and uh, not one of them was in its corner is like yeah this is a good movie well i will say if you made it this far in the podcast check us out <laughs> next, check us out next week because we have some more I, I think more positive things to talk about next week with our uh cobra kai season three is that what we're yeah on? yeah cobra kai season three which i'm so already good. done with you still have a couple episodes left uh probably gonna finish after this if it, how if many where, what ep- are you are what episode are i you got on? three left i got three, three left. left oh yeah <laughs> I know, I, I I know. We're gonna go watch him right. That's why I'm like, uh we'll do that, and then we'll have our uh, Daredevil podcast yeah. after that. So so we got Which some good gonna ones be... coming. So if Definitely. this one was negative, I hope you enjoyed our <laughs> our. our... <laughs> Sometimes it's fun to people talk up to hear people talk talk negatively, especially when they've drunk a whole bottle of wine. Which I I don't think there's a problem <laughs> with hearing people's negative thoughts on things as long as it's negative for a purpose and not just trashing on something to trash on it like I've, I've heard a couple podcasts like where they literally are are it was it was the whole kevin smith where they were literally just shitting on kevin smith to shit on Jeff, kevin smith not really being you know thought worthy of what they were saying it, it's like you can dislike something if it's for a reason as long as you have a reason if you're just being negative to be negative then you know they get the fuck out when it gets personal that. too like it, that's that's upsetting. Right. Like, I, I mean, I have nothing against any of the actors or the director or any of that. I just think it was a bad, bad movie. Didn't work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, that's same with a lot of the Star Wars. I don't have anything against any of those actors or directors, but sometimes those movies are not great. And yeah. I love the Star Wars, you know, universe. Yeah. Like, I want better stuff for them, but it's like, mm, God, yeah, you rough. know, we haven't, we haven't, uh, we haven't touched on another one. In well, we lot. haven't touched on Mandalorian, which, oh, which, God, yes. Which we we need got to do two that. seasons there, and, and that might be something we well, should touch on. I've you have, have you those. finished? Have oh, you finished God, both? I, yeah, I watched those a while ago. Oh, okay. I thought you hadn't. For some reason, I thought someone you, hasn't finished. You know, finished I say a while two. ago, and I think it was about a month ago I finished, which, uh, okay, which, which Maybe was, that's it. was still a little late in the game because I had other things I was dealing with. You know what yeah. it was? Oh. It was it was Agents of Shield. I was trying to watch, <laughs> so I couldn't I couldn't watch Mandalorian, which is what I wanted to watch. That's probably what it is because I remember you because I was like, how did you not? Fit? Okay, yeah. So we'll have to do that one too. But I that's have since movie. then. I have since then. Yeah, that's such a oh my god! That last episode is just fuck so good. 
yeah no i would be down to do that for sure good um, that good. may that may be our our uh we got we got we're set for the next three weeks that may be our fourth week one i think, I think that's, that's great that's good. okay we cool. got some good ones coming up yep all right well thanks for uh, listening if you're still here um uh if you are please uh send this out to someone else and get them to listen let's let's see if we can get more listeners i think that'd be awesome if not i mean it is what it is we still do it because it's fun that's right but that's it for us tonight (laughs) all right say good night steve good night everyone all right good night